What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Back to the Topic. It is episode 156. I'm joined by my best buddy in the world, Walt. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Neck, Patty, Whack. <laughs> what a special guest, uh, Shane, the plain Jane Maine. How's it going, man? <laughs> good, good. It's good to have you here. Very, very proper. He said, good, yes, of course. <laughs> He's doing well. Very, very well. He's like, you guys are in my home drinking my drinking my drinks and uh, <laughs> consuming my air. Can we tell it? People? So usually I'm used to having only uh, one of Walter's kind in here, but now we oh got two more. Multiplying now. That's one. That's one. That's one. I got one. three more. Don't worry. Uh, I, was, I was rehearsing in the car. I'm so ready for it. No, uh, Shane is our guest today. You want to tell me? Tell me who, who, who who's Shane for the people that don't know Walt. So Gracie, my fiance, um, this is her father. And um, I don't think we ever had him on a podcast before. Never once before. I think Gracie's been on it a few times. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. It is a welcome. pleasure to have you here, Thank sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Let's, uh, let's tilt his mic forward so a little bit. So, you want to move it. Uh, you want to talk to the front of it. Yeah, so you want to push it. Yeah, that's the okay. one. I should have told you that. That's my. Yeah, one. no worries. <laughs> nah, that's, on, that's on Walt. That's on Walt. <laughs> that's, the, that's on me. I'll take that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. Me and you had to lean Almost. forward a little bit today. Perfect. How's that? Even better. Better. We're gonna yeah. have back problems. You can tilt it how you want to. No, well, actually, no, I'm not gonna do this. We can start, we can start recording this. No, you're totally fine. Perfect. All right, and uh, you can actually move forward. You can angle it up like this. Yeah, you can angle it up that way Just a little bit. Perfect. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. You awesome. should be good. You should be good now. Cool, 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 cool. So. Look at y'all working through uh, difficulties <laughs> with us. I know. Thank you guys for uh, for. Uh, I try to make the intro is very. You know, glamorous as possible. Yeah, it's a big day. Want to invite show. people? Absolutely, of course. But before we get started, though, yes, go to backtothetopic dot com and get you some merch. Mm-hmm. Get you some back to the topic merch. Eli is repping one of the shirts. He's got the light blue one on. Yep. Also, and nobody else decided to wear one. I, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I always forget. I forgot everything else. But um, also subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the socials. You know what to do. Just exactly. do that. Be a good fan. Yeah. And go to Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. It does a lot for the algorithm, and we appreciate you guys listening the entire way. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, uh, I just got to mention one thing. It did bother me this morning that you sent me your location. Like, I'm, no, I'm not supposed to, like, know where I'm supposed to go. You know what I mean? Like, it took you about two hours to send me the address. No, I sent it in the group the chat, group chat like, two days ago. Yeah. Did, oh, two days ago? Oh, okay, because I didn't get it this morning. <laughs> I was so lost and confused. So wait, how, how are you getting here? I just put in Fort Wayne on the GPS, and I was oh like, well, when goodness. I get here, I'll just my figure it goodness. out. This dude was just about to go to somewhere else. <laughs> he's going to end up downtown. Fort Wayne, Ohio. <laughs> so my plan was, well, my plan was, I was like, oh, he's going to be at Shane's house, and I know what, you know, Shane's a you know, pretty pretty awesome guy, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, okay, let me stop at a gas station and be like, hey, point me to the first plantation. Now, <laughs> I was oh going to do, goodness. I'm that's joking. Two. All right, that's two. That's All right. two. That was a terrible one. That was a terrible one. Well, the second <laughs> thing was, right, right, right. I was going to ask, okay, point me to the first castle that's on the neighborhood what's the best location of fort wayne because when i was driving to fort wayne i expected like you know like have you seen like judge dread or no. like new jack city or uh yeah i've seen new jack city. uh what's the, what's the other one with like the city's terrible either one i'm just saying fort wayne is one of those places i heard it's kind of bad oh it's a nice neighborhood it's a very lovely <laughs> it's not richmond i walked it's not <laughs> richmond no because rich because everybody made it seem like richmond and fort wayne like kind of the same spot Really? Oh, because well, Richmond's terrible. Like, Richmond only has like one nice neighborhood. It's on the west side. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, that's not the case isn't, at all. Isn't Fort Wayne like the second biggest city? It is. Vienna? Is it the second biggest city? Okay. Yeah. You got the Mad Ants here. You got the <laughs> Comets. You got the Comets. You got 10 Caps. Uh, Fort Wayne kind of popping a little <laughs> ten bit. 10 Caps. Uh, I've never heard anybody use 10 Caps in a I've never been here before, though, so this is my first time in Fort Wayne. No, I just, like talking, really? yeah. I just like talking crap about cities I've never been to. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, like that's what a lot of people like to do. 
But um, um, how was your week? Did you do anything fun this week? Um, anything worth mentioning? Not really, man. Uh, so for the most part, I just been busy with work as always. Uh, we started a new mar- started a new month at work, so I just getting these calls, just calling people, trying to make sales, and that's all I can do. <laughs> um, outside of that, just trying to keep up with the fitness. I had my first workout in forever outside of the outside of the uh, rock climbing yesterday. It wasn't too bad though. It, it's 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 rough because I can't go in the morning um, on weekends because they don't open up until like eight, okay. and I work at nine. And so I yeah. try to go at night, and I'm like, well, now they close at, like, I get off work at 6, but they close at 7. So I'm like, what do I? <laughs> what what am I supposed to go? What do I do? Like, I don't want to drive 20 minutes to Indy just to go work out yeah. and then come back, you know? Yeah, that's pretty defeating, yeah. It is. So, But for the most part, I mean, the week's been pretty good. I mean, the weather's been phenomenal outside of the rain one day. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys got it here or not. Bro, it um, downpoured. It downpoured. Like, it the entire really day. Weird. It was a tornado. Like, was uh, that Friday? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Friday and Monday, it was like, bro, I was like, bro, it's pouring outside right now <laughs> yeah like, it was a literally downpour like it was like going sideways so yeah like, it was pretty weird because we only had one and break it started to snow a little bit uh, i didn't see that i was getting a haircut though and, like it kept by like, flickering the lights on and off i was like yo is, are we okay <laughs> i'm midway through a haircut right now i just wanted to make sure <laughs> the buzzer stopped going on um but no i felt like we had one break for the rain um yeah in the midway through the day uh, I think other states they had actual thunderstorms. They had tornadoes. They had actual tornadoes. There was one in Kentucky. Um, and some places have some flash flood- flooding, so it got pretty bad. And then the very next day, just nothing but sunshine. Yeah, and it's so weird. Hot, kind of hot. People wearing shorts and stuff and t-shirts. I was like, well, this is a terrible day to be yeah, at work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot of be outside right now. In my mind, it's springtime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm in, I'm in spring mode now. I was like, it's not like winter no more for me. I don't know. I think the winter still has something to say. I feel like we're gonna uh, run into another snow. I will hear it. Well, I mean, last year we had snow on the last week of March or the it first week of April. April. It was April. Yeah. Snowing in April last year. I mean, so until we hit until it hits May, I expect snow at any point in time. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah pretty much. So I have a fun but sad story. So oh, there you go. I lost my keys. He's <laughs> got a new car. Whose fault is that? Brand new car got no keys. It's my fault. Oh, there we go. I don't. Oh, yeah. I still don't know what exactly happened. I I think. Started getting careless. I think that I dropped it down the trash chute with the trash. <laughs> and I always have this weird fear that I'm going to drop something down there when I go throw the trash out. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure that I don't have anything in my hand with the trash yeah, bag. But I, I don't know what happened to my keys. So that's what I think happened. All right. But, and I woke up the next day and I was like, I can't find my car keys. <laughs> so I tried to retrace my steps. And I, all I remember doing was taking out the trash and walking the dog. So I either got dropped on the ground. Or in the trash somewhere, <laughs> just like his mic. And yeah, so you have a bad habit of losing things that are important. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I lost my keys a few times. Didn't lose Gracie. But I always find them. Didn't yeah. lose. I, I haven't Gracie. lost Gracie yet. <laughs> I've lost Oliver. He ran away. Wow. When we first got him, Dang but on. I found him though. Okay. I did find him. Um, he, no, he had to find you. <laughs> yeah, he, he, that is true. I just stayed there and he came back. <laughs> you, you know what you gotta do. There's a prayer called the St. Anthony's Prayer. You gotta say that and you find what you're looking for. That, okay. Yeah. Right. I've never heard that one. <laughs> or that it works. Or you could just be more precautious and it's not lose your stuff or your buddy's stuff or your dog. I can try. Yes. Because well, here, here's my thing though, right? Pat, I feel like too many things are like going good in his life. He had not a care in the world. He's like, I just lose. I got a new car. I'm gonna get married. But you know, start getting a house. You know, life is going up. I got promoted. You know, I'm just start losing shit on left and right. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. I don't know. I, I, I talk it up to me being tired. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't even lie. I would have tore that whole room apart. And that, tra- that trash. I room? went through yeah. the trash. They've like, been trash like, everywhere. The lady on the let me in there. 
but it was a it's a compactor. So uh, there's no way to tell if it was yeah. like compacted in some other trash. It, what it time was of mess. day was this? It was a mess. Well, so when you, I lost it. It was it was like 10 p.m. It was 10 p.m. You and then slept all, and you somebody slept. came went to sleep. and somebody came in to let you into your apartment. Well, this was the next morning that I realized that I didn't have my keys. Oh, but you were already okay. So you're already in there. Yeah, I thought you like locked yourself out. I was worried. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. What's say like if you, you got <laughs> you got solved though, right? I mean, for the most part, I have a locksmith coming out. He's got another key that he's gonna reprogram to my car. Okay, he's got to pay, pay, pay seven hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not cheap. That's just the way it goes. You know, that's why you just don't lose stuff. It's probably but cheaper. I'm also gonna get a, a spare set of keys mm-hmm. and one of those uh, air tags. Air tags, and hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah, I don't would like to do that. Just don't lose your key. No, I mean that's know. like one of the most lost things in America. I looked it up. <laughs> I listen. I know my <laughs> no, keys really are. Is. I know my keys are right now. It, it will never leave. So you my never lost them in life. I. When right, I was man. drunk, hold on, hold on. When I was drunk, somehow they got put in the shower. I don't know how. You put them there, bro. Don't I, I guess I did. <laughs> and I couldn't, was... find, I couldn't find it for like three days. And I was like, what? You the ain't f- shower for three days? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it, was, it was like up. Like, it's okay. It was like up top. So like I shared the shower with Christiana and Brayton. And like, you know how like there's like the little bar soap rack at the top of the shower head that people hang on top of it? Oh, okay. I don't use that. All my body washes are down here on the edges. It's like I never even touched that bar soap. That's crazy. And one day I ran out of uh, body wash. I was like, let me just do this fucking bar soap. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, my keys. Look at that. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, that's wild. Well, at least you found them. <laughs> <That's something else. laughs> how was your week, Pat? Uh, nah, it was pretty cool. Just working. Um, I went to go see Creed 3. Nice. Oh, I want to see that. That's probably the highlight of my week, actually. Really? Yeah. Was it good? You don't have to spoil it. Uh, you, you know how it ends. Just tell me if it's good or bad. You know how. It I mean, ends. I know who's supposed to win. <laughs> you know who wins. At the you end. know who has plot armor. <laughs> uh, but I thought it was a pretty good movie. The fight scenes I thought were really dope. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, you know how it ends. But how they get there is the important part. I, mm-hmm. thought, I thought the storyline was really cool. It was uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, directorial de- debut. So mm-hmm. I thought he did actually an amazing job with that. Like I didn't know that. And the movie wasn't corny. Was he was he corny? In the movie? Was the movie corny? Was, he corny? was it corny in the movie? Uh, I mean, kind of. <laughs> wow, dude. All right. No, nah, I mean, no, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, no, nah, the movie was the movie was dope though. Him and Jonathan Majors did an amazing job uh, yeah. starring in that role. I've and, heard good uh, things. Yeah, no, nah, it was really cool to see that movie. Um, I definitely recommend go watching Creed Three if you've seen the other one. I gotta see Rocky first, and then the first two. I've never seen. Yeah, I've never seen. seen I, I've never seen any of those. Because you guys forgot, I don't like sports, so like I'm not gonna. The only sports movie I ever saw was like. Space Jam. That was it. That was like the only that sports movie. That does not count. Maybe Air Bud like one time, but then that doesn't, that doesn't count, count either. either. What's the one with uh, Chris Rock and uh, uh, Adam Sandler? Longest Yard? Yeah, I love that one. That's a great one. No, that's, uh, actually, that's actually a pretty good one. I mean, it's, it's mostly, it's like 80% prison and like the last bit is about sports. And I was like, oh, the last part, I don't care about it. Everything else is funny. They're playing football the whole time in jail. Yeah, it's about cheeseburgers and shit like that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's all I know. But then, well, you you don't have to watch Rocket to watch Creed. I mean, I want to because I know there's like a lot of uh, he's, not, he's not even in it anymore. Well, there's a lot of family yeah. time. Well, he's in the in the Creed movie, so I I gotta get some context. Not this one, he's not. He's, he's dead now. <laughs> well, spoiler, fucking a, dude. I didn't know, I didn't know that. He could have retired or some shit. I don't Sorry, know. No, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate all that. Right, all right. He so died a second let, one. Let me know. Okay, tell me what his favorite show is. So I can just go to the end and spoil it. I, I don't know yet. I owe you one now. Uh, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite show ever. No, no. What, what's your what you watching watching right, right now? That's my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Last of Us. All right, let me look at how that shit ends. Hold on. I yeah, I got I, need, I got to catch up on Last of Us. That or Accused. That's a pretty good accused, show. All right, make sure I look it up. <laughs> spoil Say, it. How was your week? Did you do anything fun this week? You know something really crazy. 
I lost my sanity. I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think I threw it down the trash bin, and I went down the trash yeah, bin, I'm not gonna and I this. searched, but there's like the garbage compactor thing, so I think it got like smashed <laughs> in the garbage in there. compactor, yeah. so I had to call this guy. It's going to cost me $700 to get my sanity back. I mean, I think, well, it, I think it's worth it, though, for you. I'm not going to lose this down. I'm not going to lose this down. I mean, it's let's cheap. go. It's I mean, cheap. let's go two for two. I mean, at this point, he has it's me and Pat in his house. And so I'm just me alone. He's going to lose his patience. So I, <laughs> <laughs> sanity and patience. Let's go. Oh, your food. keys, your sanity, or your cell phone? Uh, my sanity is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need it. I work at a phone store, so I can rather lose my cell phone. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I don't even need that sanity. Yeah. Keys cost $500. I'm not going to do that. The Joker seemed like he was living a good life, you know? The Joker? The Joker. What, riding the bus? Yeah, he was having fun. No, no, man. Some weird people. Have you... The bus, is, bus isn't bad. I mean, the bus in Muncie is kind of... Yeah, but like... I dude, know, I, I like keep seeing bus. clips of people riding the train in New York. Oh, the subway? And, yeah, or the subway, yeah. It's a hell of a time. So like, there, somebody... So there's one... I saw this, this video today. <laughs> Never know what you're going to find. There was this prankster who was on crutches... And a guy just, you know, you know, shoulder checked him in. He's like, yo, man, I'm disabled. Like, you know, watch out the way. No, and he started having beef. That's not He's like, works. you know, when, it, when the train stops, I'm going to fuck you up. And I was like, okay. It's a prank. So I'm like, I don't know if he's going to, like, show him that he doesn't actually need the crutches or what. But the guy ran up <laughs> off screen, stole his crutch. Like, yeah, walk now. And he just ran off with his crutch. I'm like, that's the <laughs> most negative energy I've ever seen in my life. The, the New York subway is an interesting place. It smells like piss. Um, there's probably pee in the subway somewhere. Yeah. There's probably somebody homeless in there. There's street acts going on. Yep. You got to know where to stand at because you probably won't get a seat. So depending on, <laughs> depending on where you're standing at, so you know, you got to know, where, like, okay, I'm, I'm getting off here. I need to stand over there by that door. Yep. Because if not, you're going to be stuck. And it sucks. It's like the worst way to get around, but New York loves it. I don't understand. I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole show, though. You got you street performers and you get, you know, interesting smells. Oh, it's just terrible. You see beef. It's a terrible time. Like you, might, you might get stabbed on the subway. Who knows? You know, it's what if we just started a business? And we sold but front row tickets to the subway. You can't drive in New York, so it's easy to get around. Yeah, I guess I would rather take the subway. No, I mean, if you got to get from place but to place, it's easier to way to get around, probably. Except besides walking. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You know what I just realized? We didn't play the intro music. You want me to play a song? Oh, uh, no, you don't have I to. I mean, we're, we're into no, it we're right now. That'd <laughs> be a little backwards. It was a good song, though. <laughs> um, but we can move on to songs that came out this past week. Um, speaking of Creed, yes, the, the soundtrack. soundtrack. By Dreamville. Yeah, Dreamville on uh, J. Cole's um, record label. They pretty much mm-hmm. you know, did the whole soundtrack, and it sounded pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, there was a few songs on here that I was like, I don't know if I can listen to this. I mean, there was outside one of in, watching this movie, but <laughs> I mean, there was. I mean, there was one in Spanish. I was like, I, I, I can't. Uh, yeah. No, it was definitely it, so. just a. These are some songs that they go with the movie well. Mm-hmm. They fit, yeah. they fit in the movie. See, I haven't seen this, so. but outside of that. Yeah, you probably won't hear them. Anyway. I mean, he had a couple of love songs in there. I'm guessing. Does he have a love interest in the movie? He's married. You gotta have one. Okay. Well, I didn't know that either. He's married with a child. Okay. Well, oh, spoilers now. Bro, this tell is us how the whole movie. This is the third movie, right? He met her in the first movie. Don't hey, do this. I didn't know they had a kid. Pat's gonna. They be had like, a kid in the second movie. I knew that. Actually, Pat's gonna be like, yeah, he fought in the ring. Spoiler, Pat. I don't know. He could be fighting the street. I don't know. <laughs> actually, at one point. Spoilers. I spoiled the movie. But the, the soundtrack, it's it's a soundtrack. It's a know? soundtrack. It, it sounds good in the movie. Like but there are some songs that you can actually save to your like playlist mm-hmm. and like okay. listen to outside. That's all with uh, Kalani. I like that song. It's a lot. It's a few good songs. Omen on had a couple on here that I liked. That J Cole song was a flip of um the Dr. Dre beat. I like that. So no, nah, it was pretty cool. Uh, the My Boy with uh, JID and Luke. Yeah, we heard that one. Know. It's I I like it less than I heard it again for like the fifth time. It's kind of whatever. I'm just not big on it. Yeah. It's one, it's one of those songs that you can play outside the movie. Though. Of course, yeah. Um, I wish I knew who was it. Shadows that I liked. 
or layup. There was a song towards the end. Uh, layup's a good one too. Sad to say. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, there's there's I can't remember which one it was. It was one of them towards the end. It was shadows, layup, or along the way. So one of those were like really really good, and I liked those. I was I was in the car, so I didn't save it. Yeah, it's it's weird how like they start to market these soundtracks towards us, like they're just albums. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I know that's always been kind of a thing, but it's always been attached to movies that people like really cared about, or like yeah, really big movies. So, and I've always wondered if uh if the either the studio, the director, or the producer themselves either reach out to the label or the artist to make mm-hmm. the songs, and if they do, I mean, it's like do you get to pick or do artists volunteer? Like mm-hmm. I wonder how that process just began, and then I wonder how how do you craft a song for a movie? Like, do they kind of give them a concept from a scene and be right. like, hey, this, just trying to make this, a... This is what's going on. I'm trying, okay. I'm trying to set, set this mood right here and this kind mm-hmm. of vibe. And you can make a song around that. Or sometimes they might already have a song. Mm-hmm. They think, they think you know what? That might fit in this movie right here. I can put That's that true. here. And so the song itself, so are these... Because I don't, I don't know how licenses work. So do these songs, are they only licensed by Creed and Michael B. Jordan for the soundtrack? Or can these artists actually perform these in concerts or I put them on an album? So oh, that's a good question. This album was put out by Dreamville and Interscope Records. Okay. So, so I guess they, they own the song yeah. itself. Okay, well, that makes more sense. So they might be able to put it on their own album, maybe. Mm-hmm. If, they're on, if they're on Dreamville's label, probably definitely they can put it on their own album. Okay. That, that sounds like a fun thing to do like as an artist. I think soundtracks are dope. It's one of my favorite parts of movies. Yeah. Like, even going back to like Disney movies, like... Those soundtracks, like Phil Collins used to kill the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Like, those Phil, are one of my. Phil Collins? Phil yeah. Collins. I know Phil Collins. You know who Phil Collins is? Phil Collins is. Does he do the Disney soundtracks? He did, uh, he did Tarzan, I believe, and, yeah. and Brother Bear. Oh, he tore it up. That Tarzan yeah. soundtrack was pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thoroughly remember those moments. It's like movie soundtracks. Movie know. soundtracks were the best thing. Well, not the best thing oh, part of the movie, man. but. They help make the movie a little bit. Like, yeah. You know? No, absolutely. So, like, hearing those and, and uh, having them expound on it a little more in recent mm-hmm. years yeah. has been really cool to see. I mean, that has to be, like, one of the top three uh, most, like, best ways to be approached as an artist. Either hosting an event, uh, going to, like, a big, like, live concert, like a big stadium, or being approached like, hey, we want you to make the soundtrack for this movie. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't think of anything else outside of that. Yeah, I mean, you probably, you probably got all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, you're an artist, right? So, what if I asked you, like, you know what? I'm. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> you gonna make a song for a movie? Right. It depends so on Walt, the movie. So, <laughs> I, that's I'm, what I was like. I'm turning down so many. Hey, movies. hey, Walt. We want you to sing the soundtrack to the R. Kelly biopic. You want oh to do my it? God. Exactly. Sing. I believe I can fly. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with R. Kelly. <laughs> we'll speaking pay you a million dollars. Speaking of movies, though, there are also a lot of movies coming out <laughs> that uh, seem interesting. I think I'm going to go watch. Okay. Like I, I think I'm back in that kind of mode again. Like there's times where like I love going to movies and watching mm-hmm. movies. And I think the, the the previews that I saw got me like kind of like wanting to go back to the movies and see more. I haven't felt that way for a long time. So there was uh either. once quarantine ended, uh, I think they hyped up Tenant a lot. Yeah, and I was super excited to go see Tenant. I was like, man, that's gonna be a great that's movie that's going that's experience. That's what that was called. I was yeah, the other day, <laughs> and it. It was okay, I was and so I expected confused. it to be. I mean, it was kind of. It was not as confusing as Inception was. Oh. Inception it threw me for a loop. I was like, All right, we're we're in a dream, in a dream, in a dream. This is weird. Uh, but Tenant, it was shit. Physics were moving backwards, and like things would get hot but not cold, and things were cold not hot. <laughs> it was weird. And so, like with Tenant, I was like, this is gonna be a great movie going experience. But it was kind of meh. And after that, it's just been like Marvel, DC nonstop, the occasional that's, that's corny rom com, and Shazam looks cool. Shazam. Shazam looks kind of fire. Shazam I don't know. Looks like a PS5 cutscene. Like there's, there's a movie called <laughs> The Blackening that looks kind of fire. Okay. Uh, there's another one. When's too. the last time you've gone to the movies? Good question. <laughs> Long time ago. Ask me what the last movie I saw in a movie theater was. 
What's the last movie you saw? I have in a movie no theater? idea. <laughs> Are you serious? I can't remember. Yeah. Nope. Wow. You, you're not like you're not liking movie theaters, or you know, I like the experience, mm-hmm. but you know, with Netflix and everything, yeah. it's so much easier yeah. just to hang yeah. out and watch it on TV. Everything's there. Yeah. Everybody's got a surround sound system now, so you just sit home, you know, listen to the surround sound. You don't have to wait in line for popcorn. You know, it's easy. <laughs> That's true. Easy. You're gonna spend twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah geez, right. to feed yourself. Right. You're gonna sneak in snacks and <laughs> go through the whole trouble of hiding under your coat. Well, just the etiquette, the movie etiquette of other people in the movie theater gets yeah. on my nerves. You that know, too. Once you get older, you get to be the 50-year-old curmudgeon, you know, <laughs> and there's the person who's talking all the way through the movie or they're right behind you and they're on their cell phone and stuff like that. You don't get that at home. You can yeah. control it. Yeah, so it's true. easy. That's, that's a good point. Because yeah. uh, when I first got there, the theater, so it started at 2 o'clock. I got there around like one fifty. The theater was empty kind of still. So the whole row I was on was empty. So I sat in my seat and this guy came by and sat right next to me. <laughs> and I was just like, bro, the movie's about to start. It's two p.m. Were you in the center row in the middle? <laughs> I was like row F. I don't know what that's like. Okay, because like it's 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 fair game if you sit in the center. Of the I wasn't. Theater. I wasn't in the center. I was kind of to the side a little bit. Oh, but he sat dis- next to you. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. If really? that whole theater is empty and he comes in and sits right next to you, <laughs> yeah, no, he's got a problem. <laughs> he there, that, a that's, well, I was mad. I was like, bro, this whole row is empty. Like it's two p.m. This this is gonna be an empty theater. You could sit anywhere. So what'd you do? What'd you do? Did you get up and move? Well, I was already sitting there, so I figured I didn't want to. I didn't want to be awkward. And just move. But eventually, it did kind of get more full in my row. Okay. So it like, didn't. Try, like he didn't like try to hold your hand or like <laughs> no that's pass you the popcorn. But like, like, did he try to engage in conversation at that no. point? No. <laughs> I put I put, I put my earpods. He's like, hey, hey, great, uh, hey, great so. movie, right? <laughs> but no, it, even, it makes it even worse because now we're all like laying down in the seats now too. So now we're yeah, sitting by just laying down and your feet are all out. It's a weird. It's a weird moment. Until it gets dark and you're like, okay, you're not even there anymore. Yeah. Let's focus on the movie. And that's the weird thing about the uh, reclining seats because, like, it, it's never comfortable enough for me. The, the IMAX like, ones suck. They, they're, they're pretty bad. Wait, wait, wait. They have reclining seats they're in reclining movie seats. theaters? Oh, yeah. 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 how long it's been. <laughs> you got to go. They got – you can get you can get drinks to come out to your yeah. uh, There's some crazy ones There's some crazy ones you go ones to now. a really nice yeah. one. Like they, a server? Like a like, Yeah. Like, like a, a restaurant. Waitress? Restaurant oh, yeah. in a theater, yeah. That gourmet food. If I push a button, does my seat vibrate? Well, they got rid of D-Box. I don't know if they do that anymore, but they do have seat warmers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, heat up and everything. I'm, right. I'm about to be sleeping. <laughs> I know, right? You got to pay, pay a pretty penny, but you I'm can pay, get a yeah. nice experience. Here's, here's my hot take, though. I'm paying to take a nap. Uh, so you know how we have the, the, the 3D glasses now that like shades? Yeah. I swear they weren't as good as the one that were blue and red. Bro, those used to give me a headache. I, I, they used to look way better. Like, they I just used to give me a headache. I'm sure you just weren't like a kid and it just felt. Cool. I don't know, man. Like, Spy Kids 3D was, to this day is the best 3D movie I've ever seen in my entire life. That's yeah. what gave me a headache. I used to watch it all the time. I mean, I mean, shit looks weird after you take them off. Like, everything's yeah. like in weird colors, yeah. but things popped out more. I get a headache now because when you wear those new 3D glasses, I want to go see Avatar, right? Way of Water. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm not doing that. Like everything, like, everything text and texture wise, I couldn't read or see. Like it would, nothing was clear. There was no popping out. It was like, okay, I'm just vaguely weird, fuzzy look to the screen. Oh uh, yeah, no. Nah. See, if you invite me to the movies, you better not get 3D tickets. I, I'm not going. <laughs> You're not bro. going. I'm okay. not going, bro. Do not invite me to a 3D movie. It's pretty bad. Like bro, it's not just, good anymore. At my age, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> like everything's confusing me. I got a headache. You got I'm a headache, cool, bro. I don't want to be here. I don't need them coming out onto me at the screen. All right, <laughs> stay on the screen. I can watch it from here. It's cool. I don't need all that. Would you rather go see a 3D movie or a D box movie? I don't know what D box is. D box is where like they like when you when they're driving they move the seat and then you know when you're in a fight scene they be like you're inside going around uh, <laughs> you can boxed up too. 
Nah, that's probably better than 3D, I think. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah, no, nah, I, I wouldn't mind that as much. I mean, them, them seats, they, they, they jump up. So, like, when you're taking hits, you're getting actually hit in the face. <laughs> I'm be sore when I leave. You hey, sore. That was a good movie. Ooh. I got a workout in. I won that fight. All right, well, let's get back Let's get back to music. Um, Kali Uchis yes. put out an album. It's called Red Moon and Venus. Mm-hmm. I did listen to this. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, these next three albums are just like late night albums. Like, yeah, okay. it's groovy, R and B, soulful, smooth. I love it. She has a really good voice. She does. She creates a nice vibe on this album. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I would recommend this. Okay. Um, same thing with Child. Child, yeah. Better, nu- better luck in the next life. Is that the name of the album? Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That yeah, title. And I'm not sure how to like what genre he is. I know it's like kind of R and B. But it's like very synthetic R and B. Like it's just kind of like synthetic. It's almost alternative in a way. Like he uses like a lot of like synth sounds. Yeah, that. Okay. And then um, he uses um. It's just, I don't I don't know how to how to describe what he does, but it's like mm-hmm. really mellow, and it's just different. Yeah, and it just sounds amazing. He kind of reminds me of you a little bit. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this is different, and it sounds amazing, and it all just comes together. Yeah, um, to like this like audio adventure. Okay. Yeah, I like that. It's a good description of. I don't, I still can't get past his name. It throws me off. It was like, like three eyes. Three eyes. His, his name is Child with three eyes. Child. Child. I mean, I mean, it's very strange. It's, but I like him. He's a good artist. Better than an L I L. That's all I care about. Little. Yeah, well, that's all we got. <laughs> Little whatever. Or babies. I mean, you can, a lot of babies out there. We also have an album by Masego. It's self-titled. Masego. Masego. Um, if you don't know who that is, he is an R and B artist. But he's also a really good Musician. saxophone player. Yes. <laughs> really? He, yeah. He does amazing okay. on saxophone. Yeah, I mean, there's not too many uh, people who pick up the saxophone nowadays. Yeah, what's that song? Tadao? Yeah. Tado Is that the one? Okay. Like Tada! Yeah, yeah. That one, I love that song. It's really, really good. How many um, albums does he have? Uh, I don't know. He has a couple albums. This but this is the first self named one? Yes. This the first time he named it. I think he, I think he had EPs. I don't know if he had okay. a full album out though. Is that an is that an arrogant trait for artists to do that? Most people do that with their first album to name an album after yourself. Yeah. I mean, I I guess it depends on this is his third album. album. Okay. Like if you're talking about your life and your stories, almost like an autobiography in a way, so I can understand it. But like most people's first album is self titled. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people do that. For their like first. Beyonce had one. Um, I think Bieber had one. <laughs> Did Bieber have a song called Justin Bieber? He might have. I think he did. I think it was oh Marvel two I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I think his first one was called Justin Bieber though. Yeah, a lot of people do that though. That's yeah. I mean that's pretty typical. It's pretty like this for they Has Kanye ever have an album called Kanye West? He has one called Yay. Yay, yeah. I mean yeah, I guess Yay is fine. That's him shortening I mean it's him shortening his name. That's a little bit different, you know? Yeah. Okay. But I mean he legally changed his name to Yay too recently. That's which so is but that, he can go down on yeah. yeah, that on yeah, all the things that Kanye West has done. Um, yeah, no, it sounds amazing though. Um, the instruments are great. His voice—he has an amazing voice. So this is good music. It's really cool, smooth music. Okay, but this next thing is the one I was really excited to talk about. So, oh yes, J Cole collaborated with a member mm-hmm. of BTS. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. How that happened? So they have—they uh, met a long time ago. Like this guy's name is J Hope. Yeah. Oh. Well. And they met at like a festival a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was then, wondering how they just came across each other. It just seems like a weird collaboration. And then BTS sampled one of J. Cole's songs back in like 2013. Mm, Born okay. Center. Uh, Born Center. And they named it Born Singer. But it didn't get cleared until I think like last year. So it came out last year. Okay. And so I guess after that, they kind of kept in touch and he was like, yo, can I hop on this song? Do they do they speak English? This song is like some English, but it's mostly, uh, what is he, Korean? Korean. That's going to be a, 
That's an interesting mix. Well, yeah. it sounds really good. It does, it, it does sound <laughs> really? really. It sounds really good. And and I, I watched the video, and the video has subtitles on it. So okay. Yeah. So it, the guy's going back and forth between English and Korean on mm-hmm. his first verse, mm-hmm. and then he does the the, the, hook, the hook, which is English. and then J Cole has a verse on the back end of it. The hook is English though, so you, you can yeah, the hook it. is in English though. But it sounds J. Cole, honestly like really good. Yeah, and then like, I would never have known how many collaborations. I didn't know they had a rapper in their group. How many collaborations have been like that before? Where like we have two different nations that of artists that. Being a song together, I'm sure it's happening. I mean, like Spanish. Like, we, we get a lot of Spanish and English, but like, like I would never, you never in a million years, you'd be like, yes, I'm gonna hear J Cole with like somebody BTS. from Korea. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, no, that's different. But J Cole's different. But I also yeah. think J Cole has something coming. Mm-hmm. I think this is part of his rollout. Fall off. I think he's got an album coming. So okay, I can understand this because they have one of the biggest fan bases on the planet. So yeah. <laughs> to collaborate with one of them, like that's just a good, yeah, it's just, good it's, it's just easy money. Yeah. Unless he's doing like the Connor Price thing, he's like, I'm gonna just pick a random country and boom. It's just, I respect him. I mean, after doing music for as long as he's been doing it, you kind of just got to start branching out. Like a new sound. Or, just okay. to, yeah. for fun. You get bored. So. Like, it's like, but it's, it's going to stay not, relevant too, right? That's exactly. a way of staying relevant with a whole new audience. I mean, the BTS uh, audience is a it's lot ridiculous. different. They're yeah. 17, 18, 19 years old. I yeah, think, well, that's true. Are, are they the biggest music group in the world? One of them. Because they I were like... I didn't think they'd been around for that long. Like, I didn't hear about BTS until probably like 2019. But they've been yeah. making music for like the early 2013s and 2012s. Wow. And like that's ridiculous. Like they're, they're like 29 years old. Oh, really? really? They, had, they had to go to the army at one point in Korea too. That's right. Army I time. forgot. Yeah, they you make serious? them do that. But yeah. I think just, just J-Hope guy, I think he's like 29 years old. Wow. So yeah. is it the same people? Is it the same members? Like mm-hmm. years ago there was a, a Mexican group called Menudo, right? Mm-hmm. And they kicked them out once they got 16, 17 oh, years wow. old, once their voices started to change. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was always an evolution in terms of a revolving door with regard to the members. Okay. Uh, Ricky Martin was in uh, Menudo. Okay. Really? Yeah. Ricky Martin. Years That's ago. Cool. And, I can check uh, that, but I, th- I think he was one of the founding members of BTS, though. Yeah, because BTS. did change. How many <laughs> are, uh, five members are in it? Five? I thought it was like a lot. Well, I've seen like a bunch of bunch of people out there dancing during yeah, the concert shows. Could I have just no beat clue. some dancers. I think it's funny. You guys are fact- like you don't know how many members are. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. I swear. <laughs> we don't fact check. Cause cause they, cause you guys know how many members there are. You know what their birthdays are. <laughs> no, you I know. I know <laughs> not whatsoever. I can't name the songs. I can't name one BTS song. There's I just know seven they, of them. Seven. Was it seven? Okay. And they, they, big form, group. they formed in 2013. Because they had all the internet in a chokehold like all throughout 2020 and 2021. Yeah. Like it was nothing but BTS. Like I had a coworker where she loved like everything Smooth Korean pop, butter. like BTS, like everything about them. She like, was addicted to it. I only heard about BTS from her. I mean, uh, they came out of nowhere and took it by storm, but yeah. they've they yeah. been out since 2013. Yeah. I mean, like for them, they, they, look, they look 10 years younger than 29. Yeah. Like their whole, I don't know what this is in the water, the vegetables there, but like they just look young. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Because like, you're 29, but you, they look like they're just fresh out of high school. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, most of them are 29. Like no wrinkles on their eyes, no yeah, dark circles. I thought they were a lot younger than that. I guess their fans are just young. This, dude, this one's 30. Well, that's cool, though. But yeah, again, this collaboration, I I never saw this coming in a million years, and they just kind of just dropped it. Yeah, no, nah, and J Cole had an amazing verse on this song. Yeah, so and it wasn't like a lame song either. No, like, it was. It was actually, actually a really good song. Really put out uh, a pretty decent nice. song, so I enjoyed it. You know, I'll be curious to see if uh, I'll become a BTS fan if they do more mixes like that. Yeah, they, they, I would love to see it. They did one with um, Derulo. That's the Savage Love. Jason Derulo. When they want Savage Love. When was this? I can see that though. They did a remix of Savage Love, and it was BTS and Jason Derulo. Huh. Hmm. It never, it's never possible on Spotify. Savage, Savage Love never came up on your Spotify mm-hmm. at all. You never heard the, word, the song Savage Love. How's it going again? Savage Love. 
Did somebody, did somebody break your heart? Never, not once. <laughs> no, there's no, either you're singing it wrong or like I've never heard of it. There's no way. It's a whole brand new song. You made it up on the no spot. Play way. it for him. Play it for him. I mean, you've, you've probably heard this. At least I, I, on TikTok not, or something. Not the way he's singing it. It took over the, the internet at least. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't sing. I'm sorry. Okay, now, there, that's, that's the right <laughs> that's song. All you needed. I don't know what the fuck you were singing. That was, that was, that's that, how it sounds, though. That was the lyrics to the song. This man made up a whole news. No, that's what he said. <laughs> that sounds way different what the fuck you were saying. Yeah, so, nah. I didn't know BTS did a remix. That's awesome. That's a great song. Yeah. That's cool. I, th- I believe they did. I'm sorry. I think that that's not that one, but they were on a remix to this song, though. Um, well, the last thing we got on the list here is uh, artist known by Black. And the song is called Since I Have a Lover. Also the name of his album coming out, I think, later this month. Really? I didn't like this one. It's, I mean, I, I didn't hate different. it. it's different. But I didn't love it either. It sounded like like, I'm like a like a dancey beat a little bit. Yeah. And I think everyone's trying to find that. And I'm just like, ah. I mean, I, I kind of enjoyed the instrumental. I just didn't think his voice matched it that mm-hmm. much. Like, he didn't seem like he was, um, I don't I know. Said, He's a very melancholy kind of yeah. guy. And mm-hmm. this this beat just didn't match with the, his normal style of music. So. I say I say the song. Though. I didn't mind the song. Yeah, if it comes on, but I think this album for him is hit or, hit or miss, for, like hit a brick. I mean, breaker. Like, hit a hit a brick. Uh, <laughs> but like this this album has to hit though for him. I think because his second album, his first album was amazing. Mm-hmm. His second one kind of fell off a little bit. So I think this one has to be like it has to be good. Yeah. Or he might start losing some or become irrelevant a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's true. Because he he doesn't put out he doesn't put out a lot of music. So when he does when he does drop, if it's not like like uh, instantly amazing, received well. Yeah, then it's, he just kind of like fades back a little bit. Yeah, his, mean, his features are amazing though. Yeah, he does have really good features, but and he has a nice core fan base, so he'll be fine. But yeah. as far as mainstream and breaking out into it, um, this this will be a pretty important album for him. Okay, so I wanted to ask you: Do you have anything that came out this week that you listened to? I don't know that it's out yet. Uh, there's an artist, an R and B artist. Um, records in a small label over in Ohio. I can't remember the name of the label, but the artist is Durand Jones. Okay. Yeah. Um, old school. I, th- I think Walter knows him. And he's just a, a great talent, kind of a throwback R&B guy. But he's the last couple records he's done has been fantastic. And he's got a new one that's coming out. If it didn't come out this week, it's coming out, I think, next week. You said Durand? Dur- yeah, Durand, D-U-R-A-N-D, I believe is how he spells his first name, Durand Jones. Check mm-hmm. that out. He's originally from Louisiana, but he uh, got a graduate degree, I think, in music from IU. So he spent some time in Indiana, and so he was playing some clubs around here. And that's kind of how he's garnered a a name for himself and uh, actually saw him over in Scotland playing a real small club just right before the pandemic. And he's, he's just a phenomenal talent and uh, just a lot of fun. So keep an eye out on him. So he travels internationally when he tours. Yeah, he does. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He had a good turnout too. We were in Glasgow and uh, over there and he was in town. I'm like, we got to go see him. Yeah. Does he have a song called, uh, is it any wonder that him play it? I don't know if this is the right guy or not. Yep, that's it. I see the album right there. That's band, his first record. Duran Jones yeah. and the Indications. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard this song by him. Yeah. Yeah, not in that. Put that in the background for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a he's a young guy, but uh, just kind of old school R&B, and it's really, I got a couple of his records. It's uh, just a great guy, a great talent. Pretty funny too. My brother and I went to go see him, and my brother wore an Indiana shirt, mm-hmm. and we stood there. It was like a standing room only kind of place, and we were right there in the front. And he saw us, <laughs> and then after the show, he came down yeah. and talked to us for about twenty minutes. Oh, he goes, "Oh, really you guys cool. are from Indiana?" I'm like, "Yeah," and we started talking about that. So, oh uh, yeah, no, I, that's I, I, awesome. This song right here is actually one of my favorite songs. So yeah, I'm definitely looking out for that album. Yeah, yeah. 
That's pretty cool. Wait, what, what made you go to Scotland? Scotland. Scotland. All right, fair <laughs> That's enough. great. Why not? <laughs> yeah. you know, um, my brother and I travel a bit, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we like to go to Europe and just kind of wing it and go places. And That's the way, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And, and know what you find. And, you know, just we were over there and uh, we saw that he was playing. I was like, okay. hey, we got to go see this guy. And my brother had no idea who Duran Jones was. And uh, we've got some friends over there in Scotland that nice. we met when we were in Northern Ireland, actually. We were at a pub in Northern <laughs> Ireland, and we met this couple. and Going everywhere. And just got uh, to know them, and they invited us uh, to uh, their wedding in New York. Nice. And so what? we went out there. And oh. uh, I've never told oh, you the wow. story. No. <laughs> yeah, there's this couple that we met, and we were in Belfast, and we were at a pub in Belfast, and we just started talking. And um, you got to know my brother. He can make friends with anybody and talk yeah. to anybody. So we were over there, and, and uh, we just kind of kept in contact with them and with you know texting every once in a while. While, and then they said, hey, we're getting married. Yeah. We're going to be back in the States. We went to their wedding, and then we've been over to Europe a couple other times and, and met up with them. And oh. uh, they live just about oh, 30 minutes outside Glasgow. Okay. And um, and don't let anybody talk down about Glasgow. Glasgow is <laughs> wonderful. Everybody talks about Edinburgh and Edinburgh being great, but Glasgow's mm. fantastic. And a lot of great bands, great music scene in Glasgow, okay. too. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Is it a lot of English speakers in uh, Scotland and Ireland? All. Yeah. All. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they got a thick, heavy brogue and accent, depending okay. on where they are. People out in the country in small towns mm-hmm. certainly have a thicker brogue or a thicker accent. Okay. So sometimes it's, you can't always understand, you know, what they're telling you. But, yeah, it's all English speaking. Nice. And okay. actually, the, the bigger cities you go to, even Paris... Paris is largely English speaking. Don't let anybody kid you. I've been told that I've, I've been told like to not go to Paris or like not go to France. Like it just smells bad there. No. Okay. It smells great. It smells okay. like cheese. Right. Cheese and wine. <laughs> someone made it sound like it smells like New York subways in France. I don't. I've seen this on TikTok. I don't know not how. Too, not too much I'm on sure New York. Right? Probably parts that. Yeah. People said like the Eiffel Tower is like overrated and like it's a big tourist line and going all the way up and going down. Like, I don't see how it's overrated. Just seeing that will be. I'll be okay with that. I mean, I, seeing that in person sounds cool. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Don't don't let anybody talk you out of it. All there are there lines? Come. Yeah, absolutely there's lines. Yeah. You know, and then after um, 9-11, it's really kind of tough to get up into the, towers, into the yeah. tower. And uh, But it's it's worth it. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it sounds campy, sounds mm-hmm. cheesy, but it, once you're there, I mean, it's, it's fabulous. Okay. I heard the same thing about Venice, Italy. You know, everybody was talking about how Venice, Italy is dirty and the back of the, the water. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Okay. And you get over there, yeah, you get into the backwaters and they're... You know, and it's 90 degrees for uh, three weeks straight. <laughs> yeah, it's going to, you know. But it, human? It's still Venice. Yeah. It's still wonderful. You know, bad mouth it all you want. Yeah. It's still wonderful. Take to go to bed. I mean, How are the food yeah. portions there? In terms uh, of size? Yeah. Smaller. Okay, I thought so. You don't, right. get, you don't get the blooming on, onion like you do here. Where it's a full meal, you know, and just. Uh, Little small snacks. You know, Probably I love better it, right? for you. It is, yeah. Probably. Everything yeah. over here is just so, like, in, enlarged. Yeah. Like, Deep fried process. The thing, yeah. the thing that I see, like food wise here, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, like those big burgers that like to take up a whole table. It's yeah. like, why, why we need this? You like, you like, you like eating a good burger, no. <laughs> good burger burgers. Cool. The size of your, you know, two hands put together. America's just so. Yeah, good. you don't have to stuff yourself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can just eat to get full. Yeah, and then you know, continue on your day. Okay. And I feel like we just just keep. Nah, we gotta, ourselves we gotta make sure we're uncomfortable at three minutes. I mean, <laughs> we be uncomfortable to leave. It is weird though, because I feel like the more we process foods, like these kids can keep into being like six, five, and 13. You know what I mean? Uh, this middle school, it is weird. This whole middle school is bigger than me. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be the processed meals. So there's no way genetically, like, we all just start making like giant kids. It's that lead in the water. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the lead in the water. <laughs> it's something. It's the train that crashed in Ohio. 
It's all the poison. Is he getting, is he getting powers? They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> getting superpowers. They're all Mr. Fantastic. Um, wait, is this the uncle that Gracie keeps telling me about? Oh, yeah. His brother. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uncle uh, John. Yeah, we've we've talked about we've Gracie's talked like about geeked out for me to meet John. He's like, oh, you're going to love John. John, you and John get along great. You guys are just like each other. I'm like, really? I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> pretty goofy guy. I mean, he's goofy. Okay. But he's definitely a fun guy to hang out with. Call him corny. He's, he's always a good time. Okay. You are calling him corny? corny. That's like corny. That's, like that's the name of the podcast. It's corny. corny. We're, not, we're not naming the podcast corny. <laughs> All right, I'm going to well, edit it out. We're at the portion, my favorite portion, songs of the week. Mm-hmm. You gonna play, so, one, play one of your songs again? I'm not going to play my own song, oh, okay, but I'm going to play a song that I like. Um, That's a good song, too. It's a 21 Pilot song. Really? And I know that he hates them. Oh, you do? I hate them. So really? I specifically chose this moment oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> to play a song by 21 Pilots that I deem a really good song. It's called Hometown and... I don't know. I don't have to say much about it. It's just a good song. So without further ado, Hometown 21 Pilots. Be the one to 
can you hate this song? <laughs> no, he hates 21 Pilots. Okay, but you can't hate this song, though, right? It's just so overproduced. Hey, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, yeah, there is okay. a lot of... Syrupy, sappy, it's like butter dripping off a knife. And if that's your thing, that's great. Yeah. You know, I like a little texture and you know, where you can actually yeah. you know, feel the actual organic instruments and stuff like okay. that. I think when you've got so many different you know, uh, pieces of music and, and, and overlays and, mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff, you're compressing it down so much. Yeah. yeah. And there's only so much room in the spectrum to really feel all the different instruments. And I think mm-hmm. when you overdo it and it's overproduced and then you get, you know, you got to... Electronic music, particularly, mm-hmm. you know, just gets so compressed because you have to compress it, and I think you lose some of that organic feel. Of Can you hear the difference when you you're like so? You really can't hear the difference on audio when you, between uh, actual players of instruments and like synthetic, right? Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think I think I think I can. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely computerized sounds for sure. <laughs> I mean, that warmer, a warmer sound. I mean, but, it, it sounds like a, like a high school concert. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, yeah, that was definitely like a rave song. But yeah. I don't know. It just it has a lot of energy to it. Mm-hmm. But I under- I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a feel good song. It's uh, fun. I, it's it's a warm. It's a nice warm feel. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that I could sit and listen to an entire album. album and I know that, people don't yeah. do that much anymore yeah. because yeah. it's all Spotify playlists and stuff yeah, like true. that. You're going to move from Twenty One Pilots and you're going to listen to something else. Yeah. And, and move on and go back and forth. But to listen to an entire album like that, I yeah. think would be a little fatiguing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. Shane, let me ask you and this. And it is. How many, so what is a sweet spot in a uh, quantity of songs on an album that you feel like is okay? Probably no more than eight. I've always said less than 12. <laughs> Definitely less than 12. I've always yeah. said less than 12. For a number of reasons. Uh, who yeah. Just, who, I came out with an album last, I forgot who it was. Yeah, like 34 songs on the album. I was like, Jesus. I was like, I was like you're not even that good, bro. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, this is streaming. Like I mean, the more songs, the more people are gonna yeah. have to listen to my music, to try to get no to the one's, end. No one's getting like, no one's getting through all thirty four songs. Exactly. You if you have eight good songs, those are gonna stream way gonna more. They're gonna keep playing it, yeah. and, and, and half can go into the trash because like half of these you don't even need. In the first <laughs> but then place. you have you have a lot of room for error too if mm-hmm. you have a short album. So if you know they don't like it, you're never coming back. You got better on yourself so at that point. But yeah, if you make good music, it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> so yeah. many bands were doing the double records, you know, the mm-hmm. double albums or yeah. double CDs, you know, and it's like so overindulgent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not gonna, you're gonna get bored. You're not gonna yeah. listen to it all. Yeah. And then there's always filler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's gonna be like three, four songs. It's like, why didn't you just take these songs off yeah, and make like it down? Interludes or <laughs> always said this skits. I'm gonna like, do it anyway. I ain't saving that song. <laughs> I'm gonna make my own album. And that's a good point because I'm at the point now where like skits, unless your skit's gonna be funny or very profound or like something that's very enlightening or what a great message just get the whole skit because sometimes people just like like it'd be dudes just doing random stuff filming the skit you'd be guys talking like it was like a, it's like a short mini podcast as a skit i'm like what's the point if yeah. it has nothing to do with the song. Not, not at all yeah, like, i don't even like, understand yeah. the whole concept of this <laughs> like, no what is the point of this being here like if you thought i mean if you thought it was cool there i guess but well, yeah i mean yeah. it's your art i'm so gonna skip it every time it is what it is i'm just not yeah. gonna play it. <laughs> i'm skipping every time and i'm glad you said eight because i'm at the point now where like albums are begin- i have a hard time committing to like a two-hour movie albums are almost two hours and i'm like listen you got about 30 minutes of my attention if you can't do it 45 <laughs> I, I give you 45 I'll, minutes no, to an hour. it's a whole day like it's a whole because yeah. for me to, to sit down for 45 minutes and listen to anybody's entire if album, i enjoy you if i enjoy your music at least, it yeah. better be phenomenal like it better be the best thing I ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> even at work, like even at work, when like when I'm casually like talking to people in between, you know, conversation and sales, I'll pop on a song. I'm like, dang, I'm I'm only five songs in, and it's almost on the clock out. Like I just don't have time to. You yeah. know what I mean, I say yeah. the same thing about the Grammys. Really, so launching the Grammys, Jesus, right? And they yeah. do the little skits in the Grammys, right? And it's like thirty seconds, and we got to shorten this show. It's yeah. too yes. long anyway, and yeah, nobody cares. You know, <laughs> nobody cares. And you get they, more viewers that way too. 
like, yeah. I just start to, and I go to bed because yeah. I'm not going to watch it, you know, and your time's valuable. Yeah. So you don't want your time wasted by, by watching one of these 30 second, you know, uh, clips or whatever. And you know, it's 30 seconds of your life. You're never going to get back. No. And I've noticed like, so, so award shows are very Hollywood. I feel like they're all trying to mimic SNL at a certain point. Cause I think the Oscars or the Grammys or there's a, what's, that, what's a TV one? Is it Emmys, the, Emmys? the Emmys? They always try to do like a small show, like a joke, or like they. So when the hosts come up, right? Opening monologue. Opening monologue. Well, opening monologues are fine. Like if you get a good host, like Jimmy Kimmel or or Chris Rock or whoever, like sometimes they can do great if you let them loose to their own jokes. But when it comes to these hosts who introduce the awards, it's like a thirty minute long SNL sketch. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. Just uh, get, who won? Just, like, just, go up, <laughs> just go up there, read it. These are our nominations, and just read it off. Yeah, and tell somebody and who get won. off the stage because yeah. they try to warm you up with a joke. I'm like, unless uh, it's gonna, unless you're good, like I just the host can say no. So be like, all right, the host can do that. It's not funny. Know? The yeah. host can do that. Yeah, Trevor Noah has been doing a great job. Oh but God, dude, Trevor Noah. Outside of that, like, just don't talk. There's, there's no reason <laughs> yeah. why the Grammy should be on from seven thirty to ten o'clock. <laughs> no reason at all. Like, it's just yeah. not. It's just not. Get up there, rip open the envelope, <laughs> and tell us who won. Give, give the award away. Move on. Let's have a couple going. good acts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your speech better be short too. You got to admit to get that speech out. <laughs> then you got to go. Let's trim this down. Yeah, because I know you guys don't watch it, but uh, they do the same thing for the game awards. Game awards, like they'll just straight up like, okay, who won best score in a video game? Boom, boom. We have these people. This person won. All right, who's next? Da, da, da. Like, because like the big ones, like Game of the Year, is it going to be Assassin's Creed, God of War, uh, Elden Ring? Like, they the big ones or the best actor, best uh, performing actor mm-hmm. for like the mocap or best game of the year. The big ones, they will like do a whole build up for it. Everything else, like oh, best written script in a video game, like this thing won. Best two yeah. D animation adventure game, like this thing, like they'll do real real fast. The show's like an hour. Yeah, it's way way great. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> exactly. And I think without all those little skits and everything, you have more time to get more awards actually televised. Cause mm-hmm. That's true. Half the Grammy Awards aren't even televised. Like, yeah. I could win at 4 o'clock p.m. Like, <laughs> no Nobody one knows. knows. Yeah, no one even yeah. knows I won a Grammy. Like, so it's like, what's the point? And I don't think, and this is not, not going to rain about award shows, but not, I, I respect the winners. To be a winner for anything, a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into it, right? Not everybody deserves a speech. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. At this point, like let's let's, let's skip the whole thing of like uh, playing them off and they coming up and you gotta get them, get them on the line. It's like the whole entourage come up there. Yeah, uh, I just want to think. Yeah, my aunt. <laughs> uh, you, she was there for me when I needed a babysitter that one time. It's like I, nobody cares, man. Like you're winning a <laughs> you're winning the war for for best background scenery. Like I just. <laughs> I had the best though. You had the best background. I had the best though. Make sure, make sure we, we, we see you see me. You say, yeah, hey, you had the best background scenery. <laughs> All right, need, Pat. Best, best visual effects for a costume. Like, we gotta, we gotta get back to the topic. But Pat, what song did you have for uh, us? I think this guy's name is Gordon. It might be Jordan Ramsey, but it's spelled G. <laughs> is it, it delicious? I can't wait. Can we eat the song? Ew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, his name is G U O R D A N. Okay. Uh, Gordon or Jordan. Okay. Sounds German. His last name is Banks. This song is called Keep You in Mind. Okay. Okay. I'm going to keep that spelling of the name in mind. What are you? Yeah, G U O. I don't know. G U O? He's black, though. Okay. Sorry for the, the more like you said earlier. <laughs>
that's really good. He said Gordon Banks. I think it's that smooth. G U O R D A N. What was the instrument in the background? What was that? Sound like a bass guitar. Some electronic back there too. All right, I feel like I feel like Shane kind of tempted me. Uh, uh, not tempted me. What's what's the word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, trying to say. Uh, he kind of like got you in your head a little thinking about like what's in the background music. Yeah, because like now, because like, I feel like because <laughs> you said bass guitar, I'm like it does sound muffled. Now that you say that, like it does, sound, like you know how you when you when you put an instrument up to a mic, you can hear the string. Strings, yeah. And like now that he said that, I'm like, well, this sound like super synthetic. Like it's, <laughs> it's just a loop. It's a little muffled. Like I just yeah. Now nah, nah, I hear it. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> a rabbit hole. It's, it's no no worries because I, I didn't think about that before. It's like well, he's he's right. Like you don't. When you have the headphones on, listening to the car, I don't care. But listen, when you have the headphones on, I'm like, oh, can I can really pick it out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, live instrumentation always wins, but yeah, you know, that's just not what everyone does anymore. Yeah. That's what makes Most the people don't. jazz recordings though in the '50s and '60s. That's mm-hmm. what makes them so great. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's no compression. It's all recorded to analog. Mm-hmm. So when someone's playing a bass, a stand-up bass, you know, you got that sound, you got that tone, you got that texture of a stand-up bass. It's unmistakable. Yeah. yeah. You know you're not recreating that with keyboards or a synth or something like that. There's actually a human being sitting there plucking the strings of a stand-up bass. Mm -hmm. And to get that recording and get that tone, and particularly the texture of the bass, I absolutely love. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, and when it gets muffled and stuff like that after a while, that's when, for me, it becomes a little fatigued. It's almost muted a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Because I can can, can totally hear it now because I I wasn't sure. It almost sounded like like, uh, the the deeper keys on the keyboard. That's what it kind of sounded like. You know what I mean? The lower tone keys on the keyboard. I was like, I couldn't tell if it was bass or not. I mean, it could have been. Yeah, could have been a mix of both. Um, jump on my. You, you put my song on the list. You didn't ever give me a song. Oh, I, I forgot to put my. No, no, never mind. Tell me out loud right um, now. It's uh, Frank Sinatra, My Way. Okay. So I. I like. I like you that song. No, 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 no. I, I, I believe me. So, I, uh, so. So oh. you ain't never played Pink Sinatra oh, blue in your eyes? life. Oh, Blue Eyes? Bro, you ain't never played Blue Eyes before, man. Come on. No, I mean, for me. <laughs> no, because, like, uh, uh, it's a weird story. So, like, there's a there's a, there's a a YouTube channel that does uh, this anime dub series. And they played the Frank Sinatra song at the end of the, uh, the season for the show. Mm-hmm. And even though the character playing one of the anime villains was singing it, I was like, who made this song? It's actually a pretty decent song. I was... Had to discover. Oh, it's Frank Sinatra. This is you know, go on Spotify. It's not his most played song, but it's still his number one song that he uh, that he has on Spotify. Oh, is it? And it's really good. And so, like when you um, you know, I, I listened to this when I was a little bit down one day, and like it's a it's a lot of passion behind what he's saying as far as uh, being a man, having these problems, overcoming them, or uh, like hey, I, I made these choices. Things aren't, things aren't going the best they can for me, but I still made these. I still chose to do it this way. You know, like life didn't throw me the best options available but i still overcame or at least i still you know saw it through so I'm, i was i'm that was digging the song i mean it's beautiful man yeah thank you oh yeah he was really gonna pick bts but he knew <laughs> nah, <it. laughs> deep down he wanted to play bts, BTS. Nah, that's cool i know hey i like frank sinatra you said my way or that's life my way i knew i knew it was one of the two i like both though so and now the end is near And so I face The final curtain My friend I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain 
I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way Regrets, I've had a few But then again, too few to mention I did what I had to do Saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course Each careful step along the byway And more, much more than this I did it my way Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew When I bit off more than I could chew But through it all When there was doubt My fill, my share of losing, and now as tears subside, I find it all so amusing to think I did all that, and may I say. Not in a shy way Oh no Oh no, not me I did it my way For what is a man? What has he got? If not himself He was turned up on that song because <laughs> I love how I love how tranquil it gets. All of a sudden, he just starts yelling. <laughs> that part was very grandiose. Really, that was really very quickly. grandiose. That <laughs> part went crazy when it first came out. Oh, what is a man? <laughs> what has he got? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. I ain't got shit. <laughs> I got a goddamn thing. 
I'm feeling this. Like, man, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing. What? I ain't got nothing to sing about. But I feel him though. No, that's a really, really Shout good song. That's the real thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got these imitators now. <laughs> I go bubbly. You know, yeah. like these guys, and I'm like. I don't get it. Yeah. If you want to listen to the real thing, go back and get a Sinatra record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh. It doesn't get any better than that. These yeah. imitators. Yeah. <laughs> See, I feel like singers it's nowadays. Like Joel, you know? Yeah, I feel like singers nowadays, they don't have enough problems. You know what I mean? They need more burdens in their life for things to sing about, you know? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know how rich Frank Sinatra was back in the day, but he sounds like a guy who went, went, the, went through a lot of troubles and tribulations. Is that what it's called? Trials and tribulations? Yeah. It's singing as hard though. It seems like he kind of, uh, you know, made it happen for himself though. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did it his way, though. He did his own way. But it, it, it his way. He did his own way. Yeah. That's Struggles come through though in the songs. Struggles come through. Yeah. Yeah. You can feel it. You can uh, feel it in the vocals. Yeah. When they when they start singing soulfully, all of a sudden, <laughs> when I crescendo hits, he starts yelling. <laughs> you know, he feeling it. Well, what song did you have for us today? Well, there's a band. There a guy. He's actually an old session musician. And uh, his band is King Tough, and he's got a new record out. And uh, called the Prince of Egypt. No, I'm kidding. Nah, he's a, he's just a session record, a guy from Vermont. And uh, so his, let's see if I can find his new record. Not playing the Clash anymore. We can play the Clash. Uh, oh, King man. Tough, uh, Small Town Stardust. I definitely thought you said King Tut. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. Oh, King Tough, T U F F. Okay. I like that. I'm, I'm, I prefer King Tut. No, no. King Tut. That would be. Uh, I got it right here. Got it here. And then what's the fourth song? Portrait of God. Put that one on there. Portrait of God, he said? Yeah. All right. Portrait of God by King Tuff. I have no idea what to expect. I'm excited. I don't know, man. I was excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> Sunday I'd rather spend my time 
Artist or a group? It's kind of his moniker as King Tough is his group, but it's like one guy. Okay. Basically, and I think he switches out different. I don't know if he plays all of his instruments or if he has uh, other session guys come in and, and okay. uh, record with him or not. What year does this come out? This one just came out. This is his newest release. So this really? has only been out for a couple of weeks. Sounds something like the late 90s. Um, you know, I think it's got a nice feel of like 70s uh, T-Rex, Mark Bolin, maybe a little Beatles mixed in there too. The, I can hear the Beatles Very, part. very melodic. Yeah, it's fun. I like that it a feels lot. like that a really like an old movie. Yeah. Mm. Really good. Yeah. I, I want to say Ice Age so bad. <laughs> I want to say. I, I thought DreamWorks. Like I thought a DreamWorks movie. The minute I heard the song, I was like. Oh, Along came Polly or something like that. You know? <laughs> it just felt good like to listen to. So is it is it strategic tough. to have instruments playing in both ears on the headset on the headphones? Yeah, I think that's part of the the editing. Sometimes. Okay, because it's weird because like you can they'll pan it. Yeah, from one ear you can, to the next because like the the there's for some reason like the cymbals on the drummer on the left with like the actual bass on the you right. Got, you got him started now. He's never. He's never <laughs> well, it's on the headphones. I thought I didn't think about it till now because I'm like, well, that's, that's a good point. I just kind of listen to shit. And I just hear noise. Yeah, hence I could I could play Trippy Red instead. <laughs> Ski mask. No, no, twenty one. I got to play some dumb shit. You wanted me to. No, no, that's a stereo mix. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got the drums in, uh, on one channel, and you got the uh, okay. guitar in another channel. Because and... it, it makes it easier to, uh, to pick everything out when it's... Cause you can focus on one ear and, and and not the other when it comes to like picking up certain instruments. That actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you. Welcome for <laughs> bringing that to the podcast. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah. Thanks. Well, now time to get into the buffoonery. Uh, what we got to talk about next? Who we going to talk about first? So I wanted to quickly just talk about how daylight savings time and how it's dumb and how I, I hate it. And I wish that they would stop um, Are we making dumb? us jump forward and back in time. Do we just, just switch take again? a time and well, stay there? <laughs> it's supposed to be this year where in March we're done. Like okay. uh, Senator Rubio, I think he was, mm-hmm. introduced a bill. It was like, yo, this is dumb. Why do we do this? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really what he said. He so like, stupid. Are, we getting, are we getting another hour of sunlight in the morning or at night? Well, I uh, I don't think it's been passed. So. It wouldn't really change. I think it wouldn't really change much. I think we would lose an hour of sunlight still, though. Cause no matter what? Yeah, because the sun doesn't change. Well, I know the sun doesn't change, but you know how like when daylight savings happens, like the sun either rises like around six o'clock because we move we move the clocks forward, right? It's like we either see the sun rise at six o'clock or like the sun is still out around seven o'clock at night. So like it just depends on uh, what we have going on. Because I prefer. Another hour of. I think what I heard is that we were going to spring forward again next year, and then that would just be it. They would leave it the timeline is what it is. We would never spring or fall back in the fall. Okay, but they haven't come to a decision. So, so we have. I think they brought it back to court actually. So we'd have another hour of daylight in the evening, right? I think so. It says uh, doing so would also mean we would lose an hour of daylight in the morning from November through February, which is fine. For example, the sun typically typically rises at seven fifteen. And sets around 4.30 p.m. on the first day of winter in New York City. And permanent daylight savings time would change the sunrise to 8.15 and sunset to 5.30. Shane, what do you prefer as far as, how do you feel the most productive? Between more daylight in the morning or at night? Night. Night? 
Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I hate when it gets dark really early. 100%. I feel like the day is over. I, the yeah. minute I get on work, I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. If I get home and sun's going down, I'm going down too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> I love the summertime. The sun's just out all day. Yes. You just feel like you have more things to do. It'd be you like 9.30 at night. Like, dang, the sun's wow. still out. <laughs> I can still run some errands. <laughs> I can still go do stuff, right? It's still early. I feel like I just didn't waste my entire day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I just think the whole thing is just dumb. And I think at this point, we don't. I don't know, understand the point of it. Yeah. I don't think it has any real, real purpose anymore. It used to, but now I think that just kind of faded. We'll the only it. time it came in handy was when uh, the bar closed at four <laughs> instead of three that one day. That was it. It was a great time I on think, that weekend. I'd be working. So three years ago, that was it. The problem is it takes you two weeks to adjust. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, to, at least it does me. It does you know, they change the time, and then it's like, wait a minute, if this was two weeks ago, you know, I would have had one more hour <laughs> <Yeah>. of sleep. <laughs> but it just changed the time on you. So you, you know what's funny is that I, you know I time's not real. I refuse to change the clocks on my car or my oven, like it just or microwave. It used to be an hour. One percent. It's ten. Well, in the morning, I I know I got to be at work at like nine. And so, like for me, it still says ten. Like, I, just, I know it uh, minus like, my, minus one. Right, that's a lot of math in the morning, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? You got to look at the clock, have a drive, you have a drive an hour, and second. then you got to figure out. It's like an algebra equation only, at seven o'clock in the morning. I will say, if like, only heard the last episode where I talked about it. My uh, sometimes like my clock might be a little fast, mm-hmm. but the hour is always right. Though. The hour is yeah, always yeah. right. Like it might be like a minute fast, but I know the hours. Yeah. So Shane, for me, is that uh, I know I'm going to be late to work all the time, and so like I do the math because I know how quick it is for me to brush my teeth, hop in the shower. Walk down the stairs, cross the parking lot, pull out the parking lot, drive down the road. I'm like, all right, if there's a you bus, the time to pull out the parking lot. Oh, 100%. At least 20 seconds. <laughs> at least 20 seconds. And if I know we get caught behind the bus, subtract 22 minutes. However, if I can at least beat the green lights, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm clear. Like, that's whatever. I'm good to go. You could just wake up just early. Just wake up like 10 minutes. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> you could just wake up early. <laughs> well, you got to take all that time you put it in the map. Say, right, nah, I, I'm I, doing- I need to wake up. 40 minutes earlier. To, I'm doing, to do I'm all doing this. Mission Impossible math at, throughout the entire time. Like, just to show up late. More, <laughs> doing your own stunts, too. You need, you, need a, you need a stunt devil or something. <laughs> you know what, man? If my knees were healthy again, I would just jump down the stairs to save myself an extra five seconds. You know, just hop down each flight. You know how like, you still hop down flights of stairs? You know kid? how you can save yourself five seconds? How's that? Just wake up earlier. That's hard, man. Go to bed earlier. Every ounce, every second of sleep helps. What time do you go to bed on uh, average? On average? Between one and two in the morning. What about you? Ten thirty. Jeez, dude, I wish about you. Yeah, it's around twelve. It's been later. It's been later this week, but it's usually around twelve thirty. And I wake really? up, I wake up at five five thirty. Yeah, I usually go to bed around midnight. I'm probably like one of three or four young people at my job, and so like everybody else is like parents and adults stuff like that in the forties and fifties. I feel like parents get like the superpower to like just live off no sleep, just lack of sleep. <laughs> Uh, they just they gotta, they, they you build don't have up a choice. Well, no, they like, don't. I feel like they I feel like they build up exhaustion and just like save it for later, and then like when when all the work's done, they're like, oh, it's ten o'clock, boom, let's just hit all this tired, <laughs> and shut down. Nah, I ain't gonna lie, like around like eleven thirty, like don't ask me to go out of my house no more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have to be out already if we're going. Yeah. Out. Other than that, yeah. I'm I'm just hanging out. Actually, I'm the same it, way. It might like, be, I have plenty of energy. I'm just o'clock. in bed. <laughs> yeah. No, after ten o'clock, I started I started draining. Like yo, I'm sorry. Yeah. Even, even if I'm out, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm tired. <laughs> See, I miss that. I miss that ability of uh, that I had back at the bar in Muncie. Can remember how I used to like, I used to do like the uh, the drunk power naps for ten minutes, and I just recover back and I'm ready to go. Oh, I miss that. I, I miss having like little quick power naps and just having more energy. I feel like the alcohol actually had a part in that too. No, well, the alcohol made me tired. It was a Red Bull that brought me. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's what it was. <laughs> well, uh, I, I wanted to quickly talk about um, wedding prep. Yeah, how it's going. 
so far, mm-hmm. it's been pretty smooth. Nice. I feel like I shouldn't say that because now I'm going to get dun, dun, dun. a bunch of... <laughs> lost your keys. going to start getting... Do like, yeah, right. Lost yeah, your yeah, keys. Yeah, lost your keys. <laughs> What's next? It's got nothing to do with the wedding, though. Lost the wedding. Then like, as far as wedding planning has gone, like it, it's been Smoothly. pretty pretty easy. I mean, Gracie's just on top of it. Like She's the most organized person I've ever like, met in my entire life. <laughs> dude, your, world, your whole entire life would be a catastrophe. <laughs> probably. Yeah, most likely. Every sentence yeah. ends with like, oh, I got Gracie. I don't I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. Great. <laughs> Yeah, Gracie made my schedule. I know like, I gotta be. I'm, I'm relatively responsible, but I have a terrible memory. Shout out to women. Fair enough. But yeah, she out. just she writes Shout everything down, plans it all out in in time, and yeah, we recently sent our invites. I got mine. People have been RSVPing. Yeah, so but if you can't, haven't RSVP. You have to do that. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I'm, in the, Even if you're I'm in, in the. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna be there. Just do it so we can get the guest list right. Would you be mad? We'd be mad if I showed up late. What? <laughs> <laughs> you would probably I'm, be murdered. I'm gonna be mad if you showed up late. Be the first in my life to see Gracie angry. I mean, <laughs> she might actually shoot you. I don't know where she got the gun. I would, I would find a gun. She got a special wedding gun. I'm gonna give her the gun. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna give her the gun. I'm gonna go to the store. It's for the bride. <laughs> and this one give me a gun. Where's Eli at? And they're gonna understand. Yeah, they're, all right, cool. <laughs> I gotta show up fashionably late. Just, you know what I mean? Just be, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll be there all the time. I'll be there early. How about that? There you go. No, I don't get there early. Wow. Good for you. We did talk about that. Yeah, but don't I don't get, get there early. You don't get drunk if you get there. Hand me a drink. Is don't get there too early where yeah. you start like <laughs> collecting drinks. I got a, I got a two hour drinking limit. I have about two hours of drinking energy before I'm like I'm just done. So you got to plan it out right. <laughs> we got to start the clock. The minute you see, Shane, the minute you see a drink in my hands, start the clock. Be like, all right, well, starting from now, but it's yeah, all disaster. Anybody who's listening, if you were invited. Go RSVP right now. Yeah. Just do it because it makes us. Because we don't want to have to track people down yeah. and ask them if they're coming. If you're coming, just just tell us. Hey, nah, but if you if you do want to do that, though, let me know. I get in the car. Yeah. I'll, I'll drive to Indianapolis. You don't have to actually go find them. Knock on doors. I just meant I was like a lot of gas text money. or email. Would it suffice? I'm the best man. Now, let me do that. You got it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> my, that's my job. I'm going door to door. Shout out Gracie, though. RSVP right uh, now. She had a great design. For the invitations, Absolutely. it was it was phenomenal. The Hogwarts, yeah. Um, I would have. You stole email. my fucking joke. God damn it! I was gonna say. I was like, mine came in on an owl. I got a mind the Hogwarts. I got my wand ready and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, definitely I, the I, wax I, seal. Stole my joke. The Met Gala. It was yeah, like, you could have uh, had the Met Gala joke. Man. He already said that joke. You did. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Well, I thought I got invited. But no, it was it was very fancy. I was like, dang, hold on. Yeah, that I mean, stamp was really cool. The the wax seal, the wax seal yeah. yeah, and then there was the sleeve over top of the uh, the invitation. That's all Gracie was. There was a details card. That was and all then there's Gracie. Pink envelope. With, yeah, yeah. It what, was, a, what a golden ticket inside! <laughs> I was ready to go get some chocolate. I was so excited. Do you do you have any part in any of that? Yeah, I the, mean, I helped stuff them. The wax seals you did. But as far as the idea, no, no, I don't know. I would have sent out an email. Yeah, man, hey, we're getting married. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah. it's at two o'clock. Uh, <laughs> if you can make it, that's cool. Yeah, if not, if let not me know. no worries. Yeah, man, a band from the 1600s pulled up with trumpets and a red carpet, yeah. and they're like, "We present to thee the wedding invitation for Walter and Gracie." They came out. You, much. sir, you, sir, Eli, yeah. you were invited. They were fresh out of doves. We almost the fresh had out, right, fresh out of doves. <laughs> they had pigeons. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was fun. Like, I'm having a good time. So. You know, you was curious. I'm curious about like the next generation how they will send out. Like you know how they modernize stuff over time. Yeah, I'm curious how like the next wedding invitations in like 2050 will be. Right? They sent out a tweet. Oh, you <laughs> you sent out a tweet like, oh yeah, remind my wedding. Go and come over. I, mean, I wanted to go back to what you said though about how uh, it's not you haven't had any problems lately with your wedding at all or anything. Yeah, I wonder if that's like. Just like in general, like do, do, do most people I have usually have a lot of problems like with weddings or like getting ready for the wedding? I can. I mean, there's so much that has to happen in order for this to turn out well. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a lot of ways it's for lot, it to go a, wrong. It's a lot of stressing. I feel <laughs> if like if you don't plan it yeah, out, I feel like, like there's a lot of stressing that goes involved we, into planning a wedding. Yeah, as the most single we give person, ourselves enough time too. I yeah. think that's the big part. 
as the most single person in this room, I'm going to talk out of my ass. But I would assume because weddings are such a big ideal, it's a big event, it's a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity, right? Yeah. You plan out every, every you, you minute detail. Every minute detail. But because it's like a director for a movie, right? Mm-hmm. But you can plan out things the best way in your head that you can. Like you, you think of the best-case scenario. If anything derails even slightly off that track, you, it, depending on your mindset, you think it as yeah. negative. It's so like, let's say that... I don't know, like, 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 I break a vase. Not break a vase. Not I'm break not going to. <laughs> let's did, just, let's just, let's just say, cousin's wedding. let's just say the catering didn't have enough salt in there. Like, oh my god, it's you know doomsday. Like oh, something I mean, small. Well, like some that. things you just have to you accept. Know, you get over. Right. It. You have to keep uh, rolling with and it. And that's that's where I come in. You yeah, know? the I'm food cool is with stuff not, going I'm wrong. Worried. I'm not worried about it. She's just going to have a meltdown. Which it just depends on. I mean, it depends on how she feels. Like it's her day at the end of the day. But if she feels like I'm just a guest, she's mad. Like man, the. It's 69 degrees when I said 68. Like, fuck, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what she'll say. We, we find somebody. We'll find somebody. Yo, yo, <laughs> she's not, she not happy that day. Yo, we got to fight somebody. As long as all the vendors do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, no one does anything outlandish. I yeah. think it's going to be a great day. How would you describe outlandish? <laughs> just keep in mind know. keep in mind you just invited me like you're a it, civilized human being outlandish? Sure. I'll, I'll be outlandish cool. Walter what about me says civilized you're right. You're there we go. Uninvited. Your, your, Shit. Your, your middle name is Joel. <laughs> so that's, okay, that's pretty serious. My middle name. Well, let me not say it on the podcast. I forgot. We, we can't out ourselves. I, 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 I already said it. But well, it's Joel. It's not Joel. Well, oh, speaking sorry. of you got people, extra. Yeah. In wait. There. Listen. Listen. Extra. Listen to this segue. Speaking mm-hmm. of people acting outlandish, mm-hmm. uh, uh, John Morant. Oh, <laughs> Give him a gunshot too while you edit. <laughs> that's very fitting. <laughs> So I want I want you to tell a story because I feel like you're the most informed on this. All right. So earlier this week, it had to be about Tuesday or Wednesday. Two stories came out about John Morant last that last year. One mm-hmm. was during the summer at a pickup game at his house. Uh, it was a 17 year old. They got into it. John ended up punching the 17 year old in his in his, uh, in his face, I guess. Mm. And then he went inside and like he had like a gun in his waist, like his waistband. Mm. So that's what that's what that's what they report said at least. What when, location was this? At his house. At John Morant's house. Yeah, he had a little pickup game going on. Yes, that he was like, free to the public. I'm not sure. It's probably invite. But he invited people. The public. Okay. Well, it's probably people he knew or people uh, his friends knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they came to play pickup basketball. Yes, and that ended up happening. Then uh, another story came out about uh, his mom was at finish line, got into it with, with one of the employees. So she called Ja. He pulled up with like nine other people. And they waited outside and like, yo, until he got off work, it's basically like that. The cops got involved and it was just really bad. <laughs> and so like John ja Moran has been getting a bad rep because he has just been doing stuff this whole season. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everybody's just like, yo, just focus on basketball. Just play basketball. You make millions of dollars. It's like this outside stuff you're doing right now. It's not worth it. Yeah. And then uh, early Saturday morning, he was on Instagram live at a club. And he like was showing himself, and he showed a gun. He pulled a gun up like to the to the camera on his own Instagram live. <laughs> and after that, the NBA uh, came in and said they're investigating the situation. And the Memphis Grizzlies said, you know, he's gonna he's not gonna play the next couple of games. Then Jai made a statement saying he's gonna take this time to uh, work on himself and try to get better. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure what he means by that. He just, <laughs> just put the gun down. That's, that's, you what, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how you get better. PR. Yeah. Maybe Mac grow up. Yeah. yeah. There you go. How old yes. is John Morant? Mm-hmm. You know. John Moran, he has to be like like twenty two. Yeah, he's I, younger than oh, well, he's younger than us. I can't imagine oh, he's shit. very old. So I mean, like we we've always said this. Like there's a there's money money will also twenty three damage your maturity. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you have that much freedom, that much power, like your your maturity levels and your responsibilities can be all all fucked up. Let's go back to the uh, story about 
his mom at finish line. Mm-hmm. What was the altercation? We don't know anything about that. Here's my thing, though, right? If we ever got famous, not saying we will, but if we ever got famous, I would tell all my family to not do dumb shit. <laughs> like, I would just literally, like, don't be a Karen. Don't do, like, any, if you know, let's say, like, let's say related to, like, think of a celebrity right now. I don't care who it is. Usher. Let's say, look, sure. Let's say related to Usher. Let's say you're Usher's brother, right? Are you going to go act a fool in public? Knowing that, like, it's going to be it's fall gonna, bad it's on gonna him. Blow back on it's going to be a huge blowback on him. Well, it wouldn't have blew back on him if he didn't come up there and threaten the employee. Yeah, that's, that's also. I mean, that's also. What, what, I'm looking at both sides. Like, did his mom did, do something crazy? Because, like, how I don't he, know. But there was ways to get to ways to stop that situation. He right, he didn't need to show up. But nine no, <laughs> but like, I also rarely buy shoes. But how bad can he get it at finish line? I don't know. Like, I what are you upset? I'm not sure what was happening with the employee. What the police said to his mom. Right. I don't know. So either the employee was acting up, or the mom had some kind of sense of entitlement. Is just what my tenfold hat theory is. Right. So, but at the end of the day, order her some shit online. Like, I just I feel like you could avoid this so easily. Yeah, everything in what's yeah. going on with John. Hey, mom, I'm just gonna come pick you up, and we're gonna go home. Yeah, how about we just go to Balenciaga? I don't Let's know. Go like, somewhere else. Hey, like, yo, ma, forget them, all right? Whatever. They, they tripping over there. Just come home. Let's go to the other yeah. million finish like, line. Yeah, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry you couldn't get your uh, size six Skechers. Like, my, my apologies. Like, <laughs> but let's get you some shoes somewhere like, else. He's been in the news all year long with stuff that's doing dumb stuff off the court. Like everything he's doing on the court is being overshadowed by everything that's going on off the court. And yeah, and I, it's like. If you come from that environment, cool. I get it. That's that's where you that's, where, that's, how, that's how you grew up. Yeah. All right, cool. But at some point, you got to realize that right, I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm making millions of dollars. I just got my own shoe with Nike. Yeah. And now one I have the best players in the league. I'm one of the best players in the league. I just won uh, most improved player last year. I think or two years ago. I'm an MVP candidate. Like I can't. I'm sorry. I can't be in a club with a gun in my hand. Like I, I think some, as some like people think that you know after they make it. They feel mm-hmm. like that, 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 like that guilt that they have to go back and like, you think so? Be a part of the community still, or they, or they think people are gonna turn on them. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they want to. And I, and feeding into the community, like and view of you. No, I'm I'm not saying it's like turning it back on, on your community and like mm-hmm. that. Like you can still bring your friends along, but you got to tell them, all right, listen, we we, we that what we used to do right there. That's all. That's all gone now. Like yeah. we got money now. Like we're like we're good. Like we ain't got to be having the guns in the videos. Yeah, we don't have to be walling and finish line. Well, of course not. I just, I mean, I feel, I feel like at some point, old. I feel like your ego and your arrogance just run, like just runs rampant, and at that point, you know what I mean? Like you feel like you have so much influence that you just untouchable and you're almost impervious to com- uh, consequence. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shane, have you seen anybody? Like, do you know any? Not, not to call them out, but like, do you know any young people you've seen like either get some status or some money, and they just their whole entire personality just shifts? Yeah, it's a license to act badly, yeah, and be re- irresponsible and mm-hmm. disrespectful to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when you give somebody young who you know, doesn't have that, uh, you know, that sense about them, mm-hmm. about just treating people with respect. Um, it is, it's kind of a license. I can do whatever yeah. I want yeah. and treat people poorly. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it just reflects badly on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, Jay-Z verse, a line that says, money doesn't change you. It just makes you more who you are before you had it. Mm. Yeah. And that's, so? and that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that either. Yeah. You know? Cause, I think, cause like, I mean, like it might be, cause like you might be that person all the time, but you didn't have, you had the money or, or the means to like, improve on that or show a show like i can do all these things now i can do all these things i'm not gonna change who i am i mean there's there's an argument between the amount of money and the time you receive the money right mm-hmm. so if you, you got, give me you i mean all the way. right so if you if you give me a couple million dollars in the span of a year or a couple months right i didn't earn it thus right. my actions and my behavior he earned the money though i mean of course he earned i mean athletes make a shit ton of money they do they make an absurd amount of money they do um you, you, he probably worked hard in basketball, but also he's young and he didn't have to 
the length of time to earn that money is not as quick as I'm going to start a business, I'm going to start a career, I'm going I'm to do a practice, and all of a sudden I'm, it takes me 10 years. There's no training. Yeah. Right, there's no training. Like you just like you get good at this thing, and because you're hot, right? You're hot at this one point in time, and you sign a contract, boom, here's a check, and you're free to run ramp and just make sure you're good at this one thing, this basketball. I've, I mean, I feel like we have so many celebrities and other athletes and other artists or whatever where they've had to build their build their brand, build their name in the course of a, a you know, five, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And because they had to earn it and they know how easy it is to lose it, they're more hesitant to make those bad decisions yeah. or they just, they just know better. I don't but know. That's yeah. a, that's his life in general. Like need time to grow up. That's, yeah. that's why I commend people like LeBron, mm-hmm. like, LeBron's been in the league 20 years. We have not heard one bad story about LeBron. LeBron came in the league right out of high school. Yeah. 18 years old. Yeah. That's true. No controversy. No no, no baby mamas came out the woodwork. Yep. No nothing. <laughs> like LeBron has been like the model person for, true. since he was 18 years old. He gave somebody 18 years old. He gave them millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Dubbed him the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Said he's the next best thing since Jordan. And he just came out here and did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. If you guess me, I mean, if you get, I mean, usually if you guess somebody up that much, they might go, they might get a Kanye complex. You yeah. Know? But uh, uh, that's why I can be like, so I, it's tough. I, I mean, I never had that much money in my life. I probably yeah. never will. But yeah. Yeah. Which is a dangerous thing. I mean, we see in time. I mean, there's how many name with your fingers and toes. I mean, Nickelodeon or Disney stars after just, we'll just do. Yeah. Like yeah. just go bad at some point. Yeah. I think like I said, I, um, it's I th- tough. I mean, but he has like someone around him has to be like, like he, his dad is, is very involved in his life. His mm-hmm. dad's at almost like every game. It's like someone at some point you gotta like talk to your son and be like, yo, you're messing up the money. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna mess up the money. I mean, it's not. I mean, here's my thing, though, right? If you gotta, so here, here okay, I need someone to put their arm around you and just show you. Like, but when it, it comes to not stuff even the like money, that. but it's like, yo, be smarter. Like, what are you doing? It's not even. It's not even that. So, so it, it goes. It, that's very surface level. Like, it goes way deeper than that. It, it should never be a consequence that stops at, hey, just don't mess up the money. You can still be who you are do what you want to do just don't make sure you don't get caught or like don't do anything bad to where you mess up the money how about just be a better person uh, at least actually le- learn some actual substance and skills and some responsibility like realize what the fuck you're doing is bad at the end of the day because if you're just a shitty person like hey just be you can be you just don't get caught being you or you can just change who you are just not be a shitty person at finish line you know what i mean and this is kind of my thing is that like everybody's so worried about like, oh just you know don't mess up the money like you know because with the nah, whole, don't mess up the money. Don't mess up the money. To get on Instagram Live and show a gun, you have to grab the gun from your drawer, come bring it out, go on live, interact with the audience, da, da, whatever you're doing. No, no, there's no, uh, too many cricket on your shoulder to tell you, like, hey, don't fucking do that. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just common sense, though. Like, it is com- common, common sense. sense is missing. That he does not have. Yeah, and like I, mean, I said, I, an advisor, his dad, someone should be like in his yeah. corner talking to him. Yeah, where's the agent, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. athletes today and even musicians today, they have a brand and they work even hard a friend, right, to develop a friend. the brand. Mm-hmm. And you're on social media posting mm-hmm. pictures of yourself in a strip club with a gun. What does that do to your brand? Like, yeah, it makes you think Absolutely. like like do you not have a friend? Like, is no one around you? Like, agent? Like you said, somebody even like no 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 one you pay, no one on your payroll, someone who does who does not get paid by you should so come mm-hmm. to talk to you. Like, yo, listen, man. I see what you're doing, but I think that this is not right. Like, I think yeah. something has to change. So, so athletes, so athletes and teams, they have, you know, agents and they have, you know, physical, PR thera- physical therapists, PR people. I wonder if they need a uh, team therapist. Like I really wonder if they need team shrinks. Like I wonder if they, they really need to talk about these issues or talk about their, their impulses hey, yo, and intrusive thoughts. And actually like, well, seriously, like, cause there's, there's no, there's no coping coach 
to a new lifestyle, especially at a young age. So one of you needs somebody to talk to, but like, hey, like I thought about doing this or like I did these things before. And somebody just talked to me like, well, why do you feel that way? Like, why do you feel the need to, to flex so hard in this manner? What is that gaining for you? What, 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 what attention are you seeking to act out in this way? You know what I mean? Would they go? Yeah. Do you think they'd go? You think the athlete would go to if therapy? It's not, if, if it's not mandatory, if you have mandatory, you get a ticket. Oh, fine. Oh yeah. No, oh, I mean they would I have. I wouldn't get it. anything out of it if it was mandatory, though. Yeah, just, no, yeah, just because like, I'm, I'm going because I have to at this point. But, but I, if, I if see it's, what you're saying. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I know a lot of 23 year olds. If I gave them several million dollars, they're probably going to be idiots. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> so probably you, they definitely it. need somebody to tell them what to do oh, yeah. and how not to mess up their brand, like you said. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, you are a walking business. And if you want to continue to have a, a lucrative career and you want people to to remember you and have a nice legacy, you got to take care of yourself as you're as you age and you get better. And like, yeah. we seen just like that, he could not be the best player. He could break one of his limbs and before, he can't though, play anymore. Like, now what? This isn't the first time nobody cares about John Murray or, or NFL. We've seen situations in NFL in mm-hmm. sports. Where somebody really good at, at the sport, he's just having off field issues. Yeah, and they they come around and like turn turn the whole life around. Ray mm-hmm. Lewis allegedly killed somebody. Yeah, and like he allegedly allegedly like allegedly. Hey, I, hey. I don't. I wasn't. I was like four back then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he he can now uh, now like he's a he's a speaker now. He t- he, t- he turns the whole life around. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Where like I think at some point it just takes time. A uh, flip has to switch and be like, mm-hmm. all right, listen, like yourself, like no one else can talk to you. Like yourself has to be like, all right, listen, I'm fucking up. Yeah, like I'm fucking up. Like I, I gotta do something. Like this isn't right. And it's crazy to me that like the only consequence or thing that's on the line is the money. Is like I, I want I want people to really think that this. Do you not care about? I know you care about your image, but you do not care about your character like as Bears, much. He shot himself. That's very true. Yeah. Like there's a uh, receiver for the Giants who shot himself in the club, but gun laws in New York are very strict. Yeah, uh, you get caught with a gun in New York, you're going to jail, and he went to jail. Jeez, man. Well, uh, I mean. I, like I said, I never had this much money before in my life. I hope Ja uh, can turn this around and just mm-hmm. focus focus on basketball for the rest of the year and offseason off get some help. And he'll be working on his jump shot. He's only shooting about 42% from the field. <laughs> <laughs> that gun might help a little bit. Instead <laughs> of hanging out in the strip club, he's going to shoot the ball. The he's shooting the wrong things. Right. <laughs> he's shooting the wrong things. <laughs> I might I might not guard you that, that that tightly, you know. If I know you got a gun, <laughs> I, might, I might back up a little bit. But I'm saying, like, as soon as he just stops being the greatest, like, no one's gonna care. Oh, yeah, they're no, gonna cast him to gonna the wayside, and now he's already messed up his brand, so he doesn't have anything to fall back on. Is Nike pulling pulling out? No, Nike's Nike they, is like what uh, they say. They say we support his efforts to uh, get help, mm-hmm. and we are backing him. So they didn't for now. Oh, he, for got, now. he got he got yelled at. He's like, listen, if you don't say this, <laughs> done. So Contract's e- over. Everyone's just kind of like everyone right now. Everyone's just in like a uh, cleanup mode, basically, yeah. trying to figure out what's the next move. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not, I mean, he can, if he gets if he gets exited from the M- NBA, he can just start doing the general commercial with Shaq. Who knows? He can start selling wine or some shit, insurance. Yeah. Who knows? Handguns. There you go. <laughs> open a, open a gun store. Hey, I'm, I'm guessing mom was at finish line buying Adidas. Probably <laughs> more than likely. Adidas will take anybody back at this point. Well, all right. Well, watch watch John ja Morant or John ja, ja Morant. John Morant. John Morant, yeah. Next NRA convention next week, next year. Watch. <laughs> Promise. Give him a speech. Right there. Give him a speech. He's right. he he a speaker at the, the convention. <laughs> he's he a speaker at the convention. Pry this handgun from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> All right, so we, we got to start uh, wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can smell dinner. I can smell it. Okay. I can I not, maybe not smell it, but I can imagine how it would smell. We got, it's only like, like two more things we could talk about, really. So, um, 
Do you want to talk about Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Corny? Michael B. Remembering is the funny thing. <laughs> Michael B. Remembering is the funny. Everybody's making jokes about Michael right now. So I do hate this word. I hate I hate dishing out the word corny, right? What is what is corny? Like people just people throw that around. Some people are like, oh, you're corny. Like, no. So as uh, as Pat mentioned earlier off air that uh, Michael B. Jordan had an interview on the uh, red carpet with uh, a person that he knew from back from high school. Now back in high school because of what his I think it was person I think it was middle school middle school middle school high school yeah but like back his personality how uh you know how go, outgoing he was and because he want, had dreams and aspirations of being an actor you know people made fun of him for that and let's, let's, let's also remember he wasn't always Creed Michael B Jordan no no of course he, not. he used to be very skinny and just like yeah. lanky Michael yeah. B Jordan but at the end of the day like I mean we all know people bully in middle school people bully a lot I work at a middle school. People bully out in high school and people mock you for your dreams. People mock mock you for the things that you want to do with your life. And if someone wants to be an actor, singer, rapper, you know, dancer, whatever. Like, that's what you want to do. And so I don't forget that stuff personally. I'm a little bit personally invested in this. Oh, so you, and, I'm you, you, and I'm biased. And I'm biased. And I'm biased. I am biased. Thing. No, I would do the same thing. Yes. Because, like, I'm, I don't. Here's the biggest thing, right? Keep that same energy. Yeah. You're going to diss me back in middle school and high school. You're like, oh, look at you now. You're this and that. Yeah, you're corny, right? You call me corny back in middle school and high school. I don't forget that. Because there's people nowadays, after I left Richmond, who uh, who, who still try to, adjust, like, they, they used to diss me or not, you know, uh, fuck with me or whatever like that back in the day. And they try to you know, hit me up now or talk to me now or ask about the show or, you know, congratulate me on, you know, bodybuilding or whatever it might be, right? I don't respond. Because, like, these were never my friends in the first place, but they want to congratulate me on my accomplishments now. But it's like, you, you were the people that gave me trauma back in the day. It made fun of me for things I wanted to do and just be myself. I don't, I'll admit I was a weird middle schooler and I was a little bit goofy and I was ADHD, whatever. But at the same time, though, like, a lot of y'all bullied me. So I'm not going to, like, acknowledge somebody. I'm not going to just act like these are cool. Yeah, I'm going to forget about it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to. Like, unless you gave me a formal apology, sure, we can move on past that. But just you don't act like. This isn't something I remember, you know. That's my two cents about it. Uh, I mean, uh, that's that's everyone. I think everyone deals, deals with that differently. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't talk to anybody from high school anyway. Really, I think I have like five, six friends I talk to, but those are the people I hung out every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I don't talk to anybody from high school, and I don't have any bad blood towards anybody in high school. But like, I do. It's just like it's it's been ten years. Like, oh, I don't have nothing to talk to you about. Like, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so a completely different person. Yeah. Now. So it's just like, yeah, I don't really care. But I mean. I didn't really get I didn't get bullied or anything like that. I picked on in high school or middle school, so I can't like relate to that. But I mean, mm-hmm. if you called me corny back then, like I don't care. I probably was corny. I'm, I'm still corny, like I said. So like, <laughs> so you, you don't think he should have uh, brought it back up oh, on the I, red carpet? I don't care. He did that. I don't mind. That's fine. So, I don't care. I, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you called me corny. Yeah, bet, 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 bet. <laughs> Just, I, I respect just, it. just know now that like like my response is like look now now look where I am like, yeah. like, I'm corny but look where I am now. So yeah. here, here's the thing, all right? Like you, in the in the context of him being on the red cover red cover premiere in a, in a video interview that's public for everybody, I respect him for standing up for himself and acknowledging it. Of course, it was the worst opportune time because it was on camera, during, right? During Women's History Month. There, I, fuck that! I don't care about that. Does not matter. <laughs> Does not matter. You're right after Black History Month, too. Issues of Black Women. We're doubling up on on bad issues. Uh, but no, it's just he did what he needed. I mean, that, I respect what he did. There's there's this a okay to to acknowledge somebody who bullied you as a kid and be like, hey, you said this. Don't act like none of this ever happened. Yeah. But he probably could have done it later, maybe. 
or ignored her. Either one. I don't know if he was licensed or supposed to do that interview with her. I would have not acknowledged her. Selective outreach. Yeah. And it is selective outreach. I mean, there, there's no winning this 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 conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't talk about it after. Really, yeah, that girl I interviewed with, she's the bully back back in the day. Why are you bringing it up now? Yeah. You seem to not care when you first got interviewed. If you'd have glanced over it. So ultimately, he he did it in a very respectful way. He mentioned it. He kind of semi joked about it. He could have blew off the whole, the whole interview and said, "No, nah, I, I want to I interview with you. I'm cool. I'm walking, yeah, I'm walking over true. here." No. And I still gave you an interview. Could have been malicious yeah. about it. Yeah, I still I still sat here and gave you the interview after you. Like, and, he, you. and he and he could have he could have been arrogant about it. He could have flexed. He could have made fun of her. He could have just made a bad image of himself. But he didn't take the low road. You know, mm-hmm. so I'll commend him on that. I thought it was cool. I thought it was like a, a, a nice little joke. And then, all right, let's do the interview now. Like, it's cool. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good way to like break the ice a little bit, I think. I mean, it's stroking his ego a little bit because, like, here I am after years later, you made fun of me, but you're the one interviewing me at my yeah. premiere for my show, for my, my show, my movie that I made. And I'm the actor in it. So, part of him probably relished in the moment a little bit, but hey, who knows? Well, uh, last thing I wanted to talk about is the Chris Rock special. Selective um, uh, So bad. <laughs> so it came out it terrible was, it was yesterday no, and it was it was live a live the first live performance on netflix mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting i watched it live yeah. uh, i didn't watch it live but i watched it right after you can go watch it now it's still, yeah, on, it's still there. on yeah netflix. i listened um, to it on the way up here did you yeah um yeah i don't know if i loved it it's it, i feel like it started, i liked a few jokes in it it started it off just, strong within the middle just kind of like i was on my phone like scrolling to twitter while i was playing in the back because like the middle just wasn't like he didn't he wasn't saying anything that was like catching my attention or just like anything profound. Mm-hmm. It sounded like jokes that he's been working on for a long time, but it sounded like jokes he's said also over and over again. I mean, he he definitely seemed really bitter about the whole Will Smith Will thing. Smith, that at the end, he went on like a five, yeah. <laughs> ten minute, like ten minute. Yeah, it was. Oh, there was so many b words. <laughs> like yeah, like like you can tell that like it's been building and building and building. He was like, you know what? I'm fine filming. I'm gonna let it all out right here. Yeah, and he let it all out right I think there. That's the first time he said anything publicly about it. Uh, that that's been filmed. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he he's had some shows where he's mentioned it. That's true. But this is this was filmed. It was public, and he didn't he didn't hold back. I don't think. So, my biggest beef with the special is that it kind of it, it hurt me a lot because Chris Rock. So sure you don't know this. Uh, Chris Rock was one of the comedians. He's my favorite comedian of all time. Uh, he was one of the comedians that inspired me to do stand up when I was a kid. And I did stand up like, you know, three or four times. And I've loved all his specials. Uh, this one reminded me when uh, Kevin Hart did his first special after his divorce. He got caught cheating. Because what it is, it's it's just, it's just, it's, it's almost like, and this is why I, I, I hate the fact that every big comedian. After years of building themselves up, there's a there's a there's a plateau they hit, and after that, they just decline. Because I don't know nowadays when it comes to stand up, when you get rich and famous, you're not relatable to your audience anymore. I the agree. jokes you made yeah, yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day, like we, you, you you can't do the same jokes. You're not the same person yeah. anymore. You live a whole different life. His half half his skit was about flexing. My daughters go to a great school. I have all this money. Oh, I had an ex this one time. Oh, she wants me to fix her roof and this and that. You're just ranting about your personal life, like your personal life and like, oh, I'm rich, but I have all these problems, this and that. And then he tried to hold it back towards the end with, with Will Smith. He tried to make a good joke. He even fucked up a joke. He even messed up the yeah, joke he, because he, he, he got did. too ahead of himself. Yeah. He he went from his performance. Over his joke. He started stumbling. He went from he performing, having having a, having jokes in his head that he wanted to, to ranting. Mm. The last, t- last third of this show is him ranting about Will Smith. And, bat- and he's not bashing Jada, but he's he's 
aggressively acknowledging he it. Called, he called her a predator. He, he, he called her a predator, and he kind of called her a bitch. In, in he called, yeah. So, like, for me, it's it's like, Chris, you're so much more brilliant and better than that. You didn't have to say any of that stuff. But I'm glad. You, I don't mind it. It wasn't stand-up. Like, I, I don't know what no, happened wasn't. between Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Kevin Hart to where, like, these, these private shows, these big shows are selling out, are there... Uh, the, not that the, the group therapy session, but it's 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 like a it's like a Trump rally, right? You know, Trump gets on stage and the the the, the audience pumps him up. He just says whatever he wants to on the top of his mind, and he just rambles. That's kind of what this was. This was a stand up comedy special with no structure whatsoever. He's just talking about like yeah, money, my daughter, school, and that Will Smith shit was crazy. Man, he <laughs> act like a bitch. Da, 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 I watched him get whipped and. Emancipation. emancipation over and over again this man gave me a concussion <laughs> like alright dude yeah, that's nah, the best thing you have after a year that's the best thing you have like I think at most I chuckled like the little yeah. lemon part I like that part maybe three times like, for the, me at the beginning the uh, woke marketing I thought that the woke part was funny I thought yeah. that was pretty cool because he's, he's, he's right <laughs> that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah but like I said like, towards the middle like I just I, I heard what was going on but like I wasn't focused on it yeah. it, just, it just didn't keep my attention until he said Will Smith's name mm-hmm. I, I put my phone down I was like well let me check this out let me see what he's saying now you know <laughs> nothing he just he, 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 he just went on a rant he, I didn't watch it because I was driving but like I could hear how he got he got upset as he's talking about it and he's still re, he's still reliving how upset he was and he gets to address it to an audience and it was in a way of him kind of clapping back at, at Will mm-hmm. on his special and just for the audience to, to applaud what he's saying to get him to have, have him have a backing from the public. And, right? the, and the Oscars come on like next week, I think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hence, hence why final point. Hence why like I can't I can't watch big comedians anymore. I can't do it. Like it's just, it's just they once you make it big. Um, like I know I remember like when John Mulaney was first coming up, I loved him. When uh, when uh, uh, Donald Glover before Donald Glover became Channel's Gambino, I loved his specials when he was younger. Uh, just all these comedians before they got the TV shows yeah. and they got you know dried out and hunger. tired. It's that hunger, like you get creative, like your your the jokes you make are. I gotta make it. You gotta make it, and and that's why I love the Comedy Central presents, and I love Laugh Factory, and I love uh the Helium Club. Like when I see these low time comedians, I love that. Even when I go see Scott uh, Scott Sice, who's um in Cocaine Bear, the guy who does all the retail jokes for for TikTok, I was happy to go see him. But of course, half of his skit was going back to the, his his theme song from TikTok, mm-hmm. but he wasn't really making jokes. And I was like, okay, like this, I, yeah. I don't know if I can like big comedians anymore. No, I understand. So it kind of hurt my heart. It kind of broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> I'm very passionate. about Yeah, it. they lose a little bit of their luster. Yeah, almost because I mean they run out of things to talk about. They do. Like you, like you said, they're not relatable anymore. No, and it's like it's not like like I think the same thing with music too. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not like I'm I'm not that guy anymore who was fighting like my, my rent was due back then you know mm-hmm. like now i'm cool like that's good i'm all right yeah so it's like i don't have to i don't i don't feel pressure that much pressure anymore to this is now or never yeah like that's not there anymore yeah it's i don't like, care to hear about women money and drugs all the time yeah no, that's true. and i think i mean you can tell when someone really really likes their craft because mm-hmm. you can see the hunger and the fuel and the, they, they do amazing the whole career from 18 mm-hmm. to 40 how old they are yeah that's when that's when you can tell when someone really loves what they're doing I think some people just get into it for them for the money, and once they get that money, it's like, all right, like, yeah, it gets a little watered down. Hence why, which I don't blame. So I don't blame comedians from going from stand up to movies, or to stand up to acting, or, or shows, or or writing, or like, like I think Trevor Noah, he could probably still do comedy shows if he wanted to, but he's a phenomenal host. But he doesn't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But for a lot of these guys, it's like once you yeah, once you make it past a certain point, you don't have to go back to the stage. Unless you, you just want to have that. I mean, they want to scratch that itch, you know, because that's yeah. where they started and they still have a, a love for it yeah. a little bit. And it, it's just not that good at it anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to keep working at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like muscle. anything, exercise. And yeah. I, I think, big example, Steve Harvey. Do you think Steve Harvey will ever go back to doing stand up? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> I, I can see I him doing not. a special, no. but no. I highly doubt it. No, people. It would just be. Because, <laughs> no, because the easiest thing. Several you know, you know, what's, you know what's easier than. than you know, writing a whole entire sketch for an hour long special and, and coming up with jokes and being creative and, 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 you know, putting a whole show together, have people on a TV show say dumb shit and you look at the camera, <laughs> you, you, you move your eyebrows That's and you look back That's at my them. Favorite thing. Yeah. It is, it's, it works. Like it's great. It makes the, makes was a family feud hilarious. Yeah. But that's like you. You're funny in clips. You're not funny for a whole special after that. Like you lost all that. Do you yeah. think uh, society had a part of that? Like the cancel culture, the woke culture. Man, you, you better get me. You better get me deep into like <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Like I'm very passionate about stand up, and I hate the fact. Yes, I do think so a little bit. A lot but of people do, are. Do you think like? Do you think that that should be like the, a place where people can be unfiltered and say whatever they want to say? Absolutely, yes. I like, think so. Yeah. Like it's, it's uh, ridiculous. It used to be that comics went where. College campuses. Yep. Where's the first place now they're getting banned and, and won't mm. ask to come? College, College campuses. campuses. What happened to the First Amendment? Yeah. If you don't like it, leave. Don't, leave. Yeah. don't go. But don't that's, get everybody else to say, you can't come it. and do a comedy show at no. my campus because I don't like what you say. Exactly. That's why, like, that's dangerous. I hate when people, like, they don't like something, so they, they go on Twitter and help make a whole rant about it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't like it, that's fine. Cool. Don't like it. Yeah. But don't tell them, like, oh, we, we, we got we to cancel this person because he said this. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't like it. That's cool. I found, I found it funny. I was I, I died laughing. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to cancel him because you, you got offended. He offended everyone in that audience at least once tonight, and you're the only one who has a problem with it. And sometimes, right? and, like, if people can't. Here's. What, <laughs> hold on. Because I'm, I'm really better. I'm, man, you're revving me up. Go selective okay no because like you said what was the word you used earlier selective what outrage selective outrage that's what it was called it's a, it's a selective out was it really called selective god damn it oh well there we go uh selective outrage so it's crazy how people people choose people really do pick and choose what genre of entertainment they want to get triggered over because again we can keep tooting this horn people get offended about everything people say outside of music Whatsoever, yeah. music will never. Nobody will ever get. No artist will ever get canceled for what they say in a song because it's it's what they do. They'll admit it. Lily uh, Gunner was in trial for the shit that he did. People don't care. Whatever. And so it's like for 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 comedians. For comedians, it's so much harder. Some are stupid. Some <laughs> don't know how to use satire. Some don't have a have a public or political message that is very brilliant. I feel like the only person right now who. Can semi do it, and Shane, correct me if see if you agree with me or not. Bill Burr, I think Bill Burr does. He 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 finally rides that line. I think Dave Chappelle doesn't care, but I feel like Bill Burr is more creative with his jokes to to push the envelope and address these topics. You know what I mean? You're talking about Bill Maher. Bill Maher, I said mm-hmm. Bill Burr. <laughs> not fuck Burr, but yeah, Maher. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Bill, he's provoking. Yeah, he's provoking. Yeah, I think he had a. I mean, I think he because Chris tried to do. The abortion jokes, yeah, and they didn't come off very well. But I think Bill Maher, he had one that was really funny. That was hilarious because he was. I, I shouldn't say funny, but was, funny. I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's okay to say it's funny because he addresses both sides of the arguments. But again, at the end of the day, it's satire. Like his jokes, it's not serious. So, um, yeah, that's my rants about stand-up comedy, real uh, fast. Stewart's coming back. John Stewart's coming back. 
He he's is. Got a, he's like, got a the internet show. Yeah, I love. It. Oh, dude, he he he. Who who do you have an interview this past week that he made a fool of? You know, that state representative oh, from yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah. Not reading poetry, what did, dressed in drag. Yeah. And, what did he say? What did he say? He uh, John Stewart. He's like, you got to get a license. You know, you got to get. He's like, before you get a license, what you got to do? You got you to register. <laughs> nah, I saw. I, I watched some clips of the interview. It was he was messing. He was tearing the yeah. senator up. <laughs> I, I feel bad that John Stewart. You have to go look for his stuff now. But back in the day when he was in uh, Comedy Central, having him be on network television to call people out, it was phenomenal. It just we need more people like him and Trevor to be more in the public eye. But now you have to go look for a show. If you're not looking for it, it's not going to get publicized as much anymore. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there goes my rant. <laughs> that was a good show, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm having trouble with music, so we might have to. End you it, can't get but. the music to connect. My Spotify is not working. That's okay. Computer. We can all sing Kumbaya. We can hold hands and we can end the show. No, no, actually, no. I heard you. Oh, you got it? It, it just came back. <laughs> okay. on. I heard you. All right. For well. what is a man? <laughs> what has he got? No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to sing. Well, I want to give a special thanks to you for coming on the show, Shane. Thank you, you so much. Absolutely. This was fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, Shane, thank you for your for your lovely home and allow <laughs> us to breathe your air and eat your food and <laughs> drink your margaritas. Have a great time. <laughs> Uh, if you no, didn't thank you hear, for coming on though it's really, it's really cool you. if you didn't hear the first part um, please get you some merch man yes if you don't have a back to the topic t-shirt what are you doing honestly like look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what am I doing what am I yeah, doing in my life I have a back to I'm the a topic. failure man. <laughs> where, where, where on your first date go where, where yeah. to the gym shoot man like hey, hey where to jail Who where well, to your funeral know. too well, yeah. I don't know about that one but sure yeah <laughs> hey, crazy though right Yo, uh, die, back to the topic funeral die in style Die in style. I mean, you guys mail some merch to John Morant? <laughs> Probably well, good. I might have to. Maybe next time he's uh, doing a selfie with a gun. I don't know if we want that type of press. Well, he'll probably open it up and shoot it. That's probably what he'll do. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he got he, he a gun and with a shirt on? Yeah, who sent me this? Uh, I don't blam, know. Blam. Hey, back to the topic. Uh, I, don't want that. I don't want those fans. <laughs> you want those fans? Yeah, I got those John fans. fans. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. Yeah. yeah.